Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome once again to Ring Crew Radio. I am the arbiter of all things professional wrestling, PJ Stackpole, and I'm alongside Louisville, Kentucky's own, the infamous Nikki K. Fabes. And he's coming off the top rope, like always, the high flyer, the king of bong style, Frank Cliff. We are episode 64, and we just came up, just discovered actually, some big news. There's a birthday in the building. Someone's <laughs> birthday. Kayfabe, whose birthday is it? It's ours. Ring Crew Radio. Oh, that's cute. On October 22nd, it will have been one year, one year. to the day of the first Ring Crew Radio and how far we've come. 64 times sitting in this chair with you gentlemen, and I'm honored. That we now have microphones that actually record what we're saying. It took us almost a year to figure that S- part out. Sixty-three times. There's, uh, yeah, that's, you have to always be a smart he's ass an prick. asshole. He's just a prick. There's no other words. <laughs> there's been peaks. There's been valleys. And we're happy to say we're hovering right about fifty people listening <laughs> weekly in a year. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Of course, once you chop out our views and the sixteen devices that I listen to the show on, <laughs> and our family. <coughs> Yikes! My family doesn't watch. My we'll family, listen, my family puts it on. They just don't listen. Yeah, they all tell me, "Oh, I play it, but I don't they, listen." They all tell me that. That's There's even no the way. most disrespectful shit. <laughs> just tell me that you like listen for five minutes and you tuned out. I'd rather listen to that than tell me, "Oh, I just put it on." Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for your support. I couldn't even bother to listen to the three of you. Hey, fifty views. Uh, I should say listens with one of our men being the most hated man on Twitter <laughs> and most blocked. And I thought it was going to ha- be me I at this point. I have to be the most blocked. You know what's funny? You started by doing nothing on Twitter. You yeah. were just chilling there. I You're was like, doing I the Instagram page. And for a while, you were sitting there trying to be the AEW guy in this show. And God damn, as things changed. <laughs> you are just, you've become me. Yeah, it's... And it's, I've it's still been, been me. I think I'm the only person who hasn't seismically changed as a human being at this table. <laughs> well, how did I seismically change? Well, your you weight. Oh, I mean. <laughs> wow. Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> as he eats your couscous. What an insensitive piece quinoa. of shit. Whatever the fuck it was. But I, yeah, I got blocked again yesterday. Right. So. Well, what was the name of this guy? This one made me laugh. David Pumpkin. This guy's <laughs> name David was Pumpkin. This guy's name was Vince McMahon. <laughs> imagine, imagine you managed no. to get blocked. No, I'm I'm trying for the heavy hitters now, so I'm back. My favorite Vince McMahon Twitter activity was like a couple of years ago when he was first figuring it out, or I guess <laughs> someone was doing it for him. Yeah. And he'd occasionally do like a birthday shout out, only if you're big, like Hunter, you know, Steph. Steph Shane, got, Shane would get a tepid happy B day, Shane. I was just gonna say Steph got like a four paragraph and Shane got like one sentence. <laughs> I was like, we all know we, it's just true. And Triple H got a novel. Well no, now Triple H is on the bottom end. He's weak. Yeah, he has to, to be on the on the What bottom do you end. mean your heart doesn't work? It's because you ate too many carbs. How are you gonna raise my grandchildren? <laughs> oh God. Being weak. Two broken quads, I mean, a bad ticker. You know, for a guy weak. that one time sacrificed his daughter to an evil spirit, he's got a lot of judgmental fucking thoughts, huh? He's a maniac. Didn't you say the other day on the phone he's uncancelable? Vince can McMahon? You, can you think of the things this guy has done? Well, there's one specific incident that, like, it, so the way things work now is things happened 20 years ago, and people were like, oh, wow, he said that, and they didn't really give a shit. But now, like, when these millennials see it, they're like, oh, my God, fuck this guy. We got to ruin his life. 
And I figured that one day when he fucked with Booker T, I think it was at a Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to repeat the fucking quote. Go well, on. he said it to John Cena. He said it to John he Cena. He said, what's up, ma? And Booker T was there and said, can you believe he said that? Oh, he said, I, I, yeah, he was sitting there. Yeah. Imagine you're a non-wrestling fan. And you see Vince McMahon say to, you know, a wigger, you know, a white <laughs> rapper in John Cena, and he uses that word, and then he turns around and walks away, and there in a crown <laughs> is a black man and his wife, and you're like, this is the fucking circus. I mean, and, and see, this is just how things get canceled now, but Vince McMahon is unfucking touchable. He that sacrificed wasn't- the daughter to the Undertaker. He beat his own son in front of his mo- in front of his wife who was in a wheelchair. How about he let Roddy Piper hit a guy from Fiji in the head with a coconut? <laughs> Only signed off on that. What so about, that was appropriate. Oh, well, you want to see some crazy shit? About the shit. time he took a fat Samoan, put him in a diaper, and called him Japanese, and just didn't give a fuck. That was preposterous. The Polynesian champion. He's, they did say he was a, from Polynesia. As I noticed in the documentary, unless they just did that classic, you know, we used to do this, but now we're going to act like it's different. I always thought he was Japanese. Well, they got me, too. I thought he was fucking Japanese. What other guy walks around with another Japanese man with a fucking (laughs) flag behind him? Mr. Fuji. Imagine that. He needs a mouthpiece. I mean, Give him Fuji. Let's face facts. (laughs) Fuji spoke less English than Yoko. And then Cornette had to go save everything. And then they plugged Cornette in there. He had two managers and Yokozuna. The last guy you would expect to match Yokozuna was Jim Cornette, an angry Knoxvillian <laughs> hick. <laughs> Just, well, I tell you, he's going to snap you in half. A southern fat redneck managing a Samoan Japanese guy? Come on. Makes perfect sense. Jesus. Well, it worked. I mean. But there's Headline a lot. mania, motherfucker. Yeah. There's so many cancelable angles. I mean, even Piper and Goldust. I watched that match recently. And That's I said, wild. Oh, my. The things he said. What about when Jerry Lawler went on Raw and a whole diatribe about how Goldust was a flaming? It doesn't. It's bad. No, oh, I remember that. I remember you showing me that. On the WWE is uncancelable because they'll always have this key excuse: it's entertainment, right? And it's not their personal beliefs. It's the beliefs. It's the characters. Whatever. They have a scapegoat there, but I'll tell you what. At some point, these fucking millennials, because they just don't get enough of this shit. Nah, they won't. They'll try. <coughs> well, they'll what try. About, they'll what about Triple H and Blackface? Forgotten thing. Gone. That footage don't exist. They put that with the Owen Hart death footage. But see, I think th- the thing is, is people always get pissed off about that segment. And yes, I thought it was, I mean, I guess there's hints of racism, but... I think the most racist thing they did was when they were feuding with the nation and they spray-painted KFC all over the fucking locker yes. room. Everyone forgets about that. That was sick, yeah. Th- they said some racist shit in that locker room when they fucking did the... But what do you do? So, obviously, blackface comes from a long, ugly history in the United States, of and course. that's why it's bad. And But I wonder what they would think if The Rock... And Mark Henry and D'Lo Brown were like, yeah, we knew about it. We agreed to it. It was fine. I'm sure they did. But that's the thing now. We take offense for other people. Well, that's the other thing that drives me nuts. It's like The Rock clearly had to sign off on some of this shit, or somebody of color had to. I doubt they, they would go they up They definitely to the- did. I mean, they've been there for how long now? Right. You know? And I that's mean- the other thing. It's like, if any of them came out and started airing out the WWE and said, this racist shit, I'd be like, no, motherfucker. You were there for 20 years. You don't get to pull that bullshit. But... Yeah. You know, that's uh, where we're at now. You you fucking get no. canceled for shit you said 15 years ago. God bless. John Gruden, goddamn. Wow. Yeah. Why? Who's this? You didn't hear about this? This was a coach who also owned part of the team that they found emails from when he was an ESPN personality from an investigation that had nothing to do with him. 
They were investigating the Washington Redskins, I believe, owner or team president. And he happened to be close friends with John Gruden, who emailed them back and forth. And he said, I'm not going to defend what he said. That's first off. I don't want to get what fucking canceled What did he say? What's myself. the short version? I believe he made fun of homosexuals. He inferred a racist comment, but I wouldn't say it was directly a racist comment. You know, he said a black guy had big lips. Now, stereotypical, yes, but this guy happened to have big fucking lips. It's like saying Jay-Z doesn't look like Camel Joe. It's ridiculous. I don't know what he said. I haven't read it, so I'll withhold judgment. I mean, is that racism, though, if you just point out something that's obvious? It's a bad stereotype. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what the problem with it. It's a bad it's, stereotype. It's grounded and, yeah. in an historical kind of bigotry. And I get that shit, but, like, sometimes it's accurate. Yeah, I guess it would be like... Oh, like this white guy know. can't fucking dance for shit. Well, duh, we haven't had rhythm since the fucking 1700s. <laughs> I, you just saw me dancing on the gram today. I thought I had a ton of rhythm. You looked like legitimately you were having a medical episode of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. Seizure, stroke, <laughs> all the above. I was getting up to get down. You look like you were going to have a bacchiotomy after I dance better than Shawn Michaels. You watch your fucking mouth. Nobody shuts your jaws like Shawn Michaels. Have you seen Michaels? We, we said this last week. You kick week. him I, every week. I'm sick of this. Stop it. He, uh, oh, I kick him. Shoe on the other foot. <laughs> Guy kicked Booker T for no fucking reason. Oh, fuck off. You nope. remember that? Booker T. Been, been the victim of DX for years. Do you remember when he kicked Stan? That was my favorite one. Who I ended just up, kicked Stan. Who, by the way, fun fact, who is that professional wrestler? I used to know this. Was he uh, in the Spirit Squad? No. No. I know who it is. Somebody in AEW yeah, right he's now. he's in AEW. Mm. The chairman. Yep. And still not going to get it. Sean Spears, that guy that we make yeah. fun of, the job guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the job guy. The job what guy. What else is he? I'm sorry. When you saw that fucking thing being, uh, that group being made, you um, knew he was going to be the guy taking the pins. Is the inner circle, not the inner circle, um, pinnacle. the pinnacle, are they even together anymore? So what they do now is, is they act like none of them like are on the same show. Like MJF will come out with just Wardlow. Until they have to. Until they have yeah. to. Yeah. It's like they're factions, but they're not always together. But sometimes they're together. Oh, I'm fine with that. Yeah, honestly. It's not I'm the worst thing. That. It's no. better than every week them just coming out and beating the shit out of somebody because right. they're in their hometown. And you already had the inner circle in there with the All American team, and well, there's they did something where it was like it started as Jericho and Hager, and now the whole inner circle is involved. So it's not the worst thing they yeah. do. There's just too many fucking groups as a I whole. I had a problem with that match, so. We'll get there. Oh, boy. It's shocking. Right. Kayfabe's a problem with AEW? No way. Well, speaking of getting there, this is our one-year anniversary, folks. By the time you're listening to it, it'll be at a minimum the 21st. We went live on the 22nd one year ago. And today we're hitting you with a three count, brother. What a ride. What's number one on our three count? I'm going to try to end this early. I want to go home and go to bed. SmackDown versus AEW Rampage. Head to head or... Asterix, I guess, because they weren't technically head to head and they weren't technically on the right stations. But I know the story, but I don't know how to explain it. So Let, for the let's listeners, go SmackDown first. Well, they, they were head to head. Only the last half hour was head to head. And SmackDown was commercial Smackdown free. SmackDown went over. Kayfabe, explain the whole situation as if you're explaining it to a fucking child. Oh, dear God. <laughs> so SmackDown airing on FS1 this past Friday. AEW. Uh, Rampage airing usually on their usual slot at right. TNT at 10 o'clock. So for the move for FS1, I believe they promoted a supersized SmackDown, mm-hmm. 8 to 10.30. So they go in an extra half hour. An extra half hour. On a different network. On a different network. And that extra half hour is going to run into Rampage's time. Correct. Yes. 
So commercial uh, we, free. T- we talked about this commercial last week free. with Tony Khan making comments. Um, and it aired this past week. The main event for SmackDown for that 10 o'clock time slot was Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. Good match. It was a very good match. Definitely went over in time. You could tell everything was rushed after that. It was also commercial free, so they had no idea how to sneak the chairs in for the next segment, which is hilarious. <laughs> they had Adam Pierce out there. Get it, get it out of here. They had no idea what the fuck they were doing. Um, it definitely seemed like that match went over because that Brock Roman segment, I felt like very short. Least, it had to have some time cut off. But when you have guys of that caliber, you don't need much, and they left you on the perfect cliffhanger to say, Fuck, I'm watching this show on Thursday. I have no... And we'll talk about it when we get to Crown Jewel. Of course. I have no idea where this is going to go. It, it's a great cliffhanger. So they ran over with a Becky Lynch match. You know I love Becky. And then it was they a did, very good match. And then they did the contract sign. I have to give Becky credit, and this is a rarity, so note the fucking day. She did something, a wrestling move, like a collegiate wrestling move, uh, some type of ankle pick. Where she gr- came off the rope, she did like a flip and grabbed Sasha Banks' leg and trapped her into a hold. I really do appreciate that Becky Lynch is taking this time off to like add some new shit to oh, her yeah, arsenal. Oh yeah, for sure. She's much different than the other four horsewomen, uh, the other three horsewomen, I should say. Where I feel like they've kind of had the same type of like move set for a long time. Charlotte does the same shit every week. Sasha does the same shit every week. Becky does try to evolve, and I'll give her that much, if nothing else. She does add things to her repertoire, and you know what? Adding things from collegiate wrestling, I like that, because you know why? It's a legitimate sport. Crazy idea. And she added the rock bottom. She says she asked Rock for she permission. She asked Dwayne, yeah, And I she's saw been that. calling it the rock bottom, despite the fact Good. that the stupid announcers keep calling it the manhandle slam, which I think is obnoxious. But I'm We know what it is. It's a rock bottom. That's all it Live is. Live with it. Well, no, then they fucking sometimes pull out. It's a Yurinagi. I mean, a Yurinagi is a little bit different, but same shit. The bookend hurts. That's uh, one of the more painful maneuvers. You know, I always said that if he finished every match at the rock bottom, I could buy in. The people's elbow is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. I've said this. I know one guy who jobbed to it. Oh, don't get me fucking stupid. Yeah, I was. I know at least two. Phil? Hogan did it. Phil and Brother. Hogan did it, yeah. I love to take the people's elbow. Yeah, it didn't fucking do anything. He just had to lay there. He did that. It's his favorite fucking type of match. Twitching his legs. Yeah. <laughs> like he just got fucking an electrical pump in his chest. Fuck off. I love that was a fucking match, though. But yeah, so they went head to head. And to be fair, I do want to explain the circumstances. Number one, Fox was not showing SmackDown this week. Here we go. On- the propaganda arm of WWE. Go ahead. Well, it was on FS1, which is a secondary channel to Fox. But most cable companies that carry Fox carry FS1. But here's the argument that no one's making. Satellite TV covers Fox. Hulu has Fox. Every streaming service available has Fox. Not every one of them have FS1. I'm one of the homes that don't have FS1. I don't have FS1. I watched it through local television, My9. And then when they take certain ratings, they ignore those My9 ratings, even though they're from New York and Chicago, two of the biggest wrestling markets. Of course. But they weren't going head-to-head at a full SmackDown. They were going head-to-head on SmackDown on a backup channel that was going to have less viewership. On an overrun. On an overrun. Which they knew. Which they knew. That's why he said it. Right. That's why he ran his mouth off, and I didn't watch. I heard, and I knew exactly what was going to fucking happen. Happy to be here, Phil. What did he do? Well, uh, CM Punk faced Matt Seidel. Which he opened the show? Yeah, he opened the show. Commercial free also they did. The problem I have with that is, I mean, people were like, 
Seidel might win. Shut they, up. People don't believe that. Shut up. They bring Matt Seidel in to face every name that they have. Andrade came in, faced Seidel. Someone else Cage. came in. Didn't Christian Cage? Christian. Christian, yeah. yes. Christian faced Matt Seidel. Matt Seidel will give you a fine match. He's a really good worker. And I have nothing wrong with him. Here's but my issue. He's going 15, 20 minutes with, with main event guys. Christian, Andrade, Punk. And at the end of the day, then he's going to go back to Dark or back to tagging with his brother or back to tagging with fucking Jack Evans or someone. And then it's going to be you. It's pointless. It's just, it's it's it doesn't make any sense for the longevity of what AEW is trying to do. And. You you get CM Punk, so you're gonna probably get some some ratings, and I just don't see how that helps you in the long run. I just don't. So I, I got don't a get question. Yeah. Who? And I know this is gonna get complicated, Kate. Yeah. So stick with me. Mm-hmm. Who won for that overrun? The ten to ten thirty. Who had Smackdown, more? WWE? Smackdown had more total viewers. That's it. They had eight. All, all, all I needed to hear. You can take the demo nonsense and stick it up your fucking ass. Well, demos nonsense. So, exactly so, that. Yeah. So, so WWE SmackDown, even on their secondary channel, even on an overrun, still had more total viewerships for that half hour than Rampage. Correct. By and Tony least, Khan is bragging by at least thirty percent. By the way, it's some shit like yeah. That. Once you factor in the New York so, and Chicago numbers, so they had. So the, the big deal with this is that so then the Bunny and Ruby Rye, uh, Ruby Soho coming. had a match after. And that's what brought us after 10.30. Who the fuck cares about Cindy Lou Who versus Rancid? (laughs) Because I don't. So once the numbers came in and everyone did the math on it and whatever these people wound up. Yeah, they did the fucking math. Let me tell you. CM Punk and Matt Seidel had a .38 demo, but they lost in the total viewership. And Ruby Soho and uh, The Bunny had a .24 tied with Roman Reigns' contract signing. So people are saying that they... Ru- uh, Ruby Riot is ratings, asshole. The bunny, yeah, the bunny beat Roman Reigns in the ratings, which is just wild. It's again, this is what they do. This is what these AEW fans do. They do word salad and they make a bunch of bullshit out of nothing, out of nothing. And this guy you Tony Khan's about, going nuts. But let's about talk it. about demos. Let let let's get it's, this it's one, one out. Eight, it's eighteen to forty nine. Okay, well the WWE is intended for fucking children. In I, case I, you I haven't watched, you. it's I know. a PG show. I know. There's not blood and tits every week, sadly, that they used to be. <laughs> so how the fuck are you going to compare a demo when that's not even the demographic they're trying to get to watch the fucking show? That makes zero sense. And you know what the worst part of all this? It would have been fine if they just did that and everybody shut the fuck up and Tony Khan shut the fuck up and they just took their, their victory of what they wanted or now what they're saying they want. They wanted to win the total number. Don't want to bullshit you and say this demo thing's a win. But if they want to make it a win, you don't sit there and run your mouth because you look like an idiot. And all of them are doing it. Oh, my God. This is a fucking revolution. They fucking beat them. No, they didn't. They didn't beat them. They beat them in a demographic that's nonsense. First off, I watch on Hulu. Where does my vote count? I watched with four other people. Did them four get, <laughs> like get it's, counted it's in? It's nonsense. It's nonsense. What do you want to bring up? Sponsorships? You know what, Tony Khan? This is a personal message. If you think that you're competing with the WWE, put your show on Monday night. Put your show on Monday night. Have a pair of balls like Eric Bischoff did. You know why? And, and Dixie did it, too. And Dixie did it, too. And you know what will happen to you? The same thing that happened to them eventually. I don't know about this Monday Night Raw. <laughs> they might come quick. You know what? You're right, because this Monday Night Raw is arguably the weakest it on it's Friday. ever been. Friday night, it wouldn't even be a – there would be no contest. Roman Reigns would be laughing every week. He'd come out and tell you what's going to happen on fucking Rampage. It's <laughs> a they, joke. What AEW sounds like – forgive me, Francis. They found they sound like the Met fans. 
Oh, fuck. They, they're making, you know, Yankees win 26 world titles. Mets win two. But because the Yankees didn't win in the last 10 years, somehow the Mets are actually a better team. Like, well, I've Mets, heard this. Mets, Mets been the World Series in the last 10 years, and they haven't. Okay, but... You're living off your past glory. Uh, Yankees play playoffs every single year. No, they in don't. Every single year. They just, just about? Just about every they year they win the playoffs? a couple years without making it. You get my point. Regardless. I, I get your point, but I think it's They more scored 12 runs in the whole game, but the other team I will scored, not sit here. scored four in the last inning, and they say, well, we, that, we won I the last inning. I will never concede to your nonsense. I, I'm not, the baseball. Uh, he just yeah, shouldn't talk baseball. He had nothing to do with that. He doesn't know anything. But Bischoff has chimed in, and he's just he's like telling Tony Khan, just shut up and put on a show. Which is what he should be doing. Interesting coming from him. This is the guy. Yeah, but there's a difference. Challenge Vince to a fight. PJ, they were beating them in the ratings when he did that. He came down on a motorcycle from the fucking ceiling because he fucking could. Because they were blowing raw out of the water every week. And and that was my point that I made to uh, to a, a journalist, Raj Raj Geary, right? That's Who normally, name. by the way, and and I'm and he's I probably Raj. he's probably the most respectful out of uh, out of all of them, but. Or the one I respect the most out of all of them. But uh, he... Big difference. <laughs> he made a comment, and I chimed back, and I he said, oh, you know, this is big. And I said, I said, listen, I said, when everyone makes a remark about Foley and winning the belt in, on Raw, 600K different uh, ne- uh, channels changed to Raw. 600K, not a point two in the demo. And this was in the time when there was no DVR, by the way. Exactly. The numbers weren't as so skewed. So 600,000, you didn't get a, it's not a point six in the demo. 600,000 people change a channel. And and this is the, the tie turning of the raw ratings. And, and I don't that, understand what the fuck, how this doesn't matter now. It just doesn't make any well, sense. Well, to, to give me. you the other perspective here, there's only 600,000 people that watch Rampage at all. Right. Yeah, they they could afford to lose like WCW had eight million people watching a fucking week. Yeah, they didn't even give a shit when they lost six hundred k. The difference is too. It's like for me, I can't sit here and 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 slap Tony Khan on the back and say great job when you're still not giving me any storyline that hooks me worth a shit. That's I, first. I, off. I agree with you, man. I, people, every think match I... is a dream match. Every match, it's a dream match. No, it's fantasy warfare. It's what you booked with your action figures, and not Tony Khan. These fucking basement dwellers that say Matt Seidel and CM Punk's a dream match. No, you took your Evan Bourne action figure, you took your CM Punk action figure, you shoved them both up your ass, and whichever one came out was going to be the winner. Well, they did that in that they had a buy-in with with Danielson and Suzuki, and people went nuts over. But if it's a dream match. Book it like a dream I match. agree with you. Fucking I, build up Suzuki so people know who the fuck he is so he doesn't look like some Japanese grandpa. He doesn't look like 001 from fucking Squid Game <laughs> coming out there for a match. I, uh, it's ridiculous. I texted you when that happened. I said, I'm sure this would be big in New Japan because in AEW, yeah. Brian Danielson is a booked main event guy. Mm-hmm. Minoru Suzuki is, a, is an undercard guy that people went nuts for when he showed up. Because that's the the fan base that they're catering they're to. They're pretending. Well, they're that's pretending the other thing. That's I agree the with other you. thing. None of if, them have watched Minoru Suzuki. If you book that match in, in New Japan, no one knows who's going to win. We went over this, and I and I think it it really hurt the match. I watched it, and people went nuts over it, and I I thought it was it was okay. I'm not going to say it was the worst. It wasn't bad. It but was see, a fine match. You, but I said to you, I said, did you watch? You said no. You said I can bet you I can tell you what happens though, and. You were right. What you said. So 
They were, Which, by the way, my predict my prediction was they slapped each other, they punched each other, they forearmed each other yeah. in the middle of the ring, and then eventually a couple suplexes got thrown, and Brian ended up kneeing him because there's no way Suzuki's tapping and in that, America. And that's what, ha- and for the most part, that's what happened. And I'm, it was a it was a good match, but these people went nuts over it, and see, it wasn't anything to go nuts for, in my opinion. Here's what makes no sense to me, and I and I've faulted the WWE for this plenty because their booking has been garbage and, too, and leading I, up to matches. And I agree with you that too. They DQ'd a Monday night fucking great main event. We will get to that garbage later because trust me, I do want to talk about that for an extended period of time. The WWE has a habit of putting on main event caliber matches like Cena-Roman, but the build, you always sit there and say you wish you had more because the builds just haven't been good recently. They haven't been good in a couple of years. That's just me being honest as a fan of the product. AEW doesn't even build anything. It's, oh, we have Daniel Bryan this week, we have a Suzuki, we're just going to put them together. But if over the past three weeks you had Midoro just flatline all these fucking jobbers, and you have plenty of them. You have plenty of guys on there that can take losses. Mm. Send Luther's fat ass out there to get choked out in 30 What's seconds. What's Sonny Kiss been doing? Working with Janela. She, she, he, which one is it? I think it's she. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't want to piss anybody off. It's a sensitive fucking thought. Whatever you want to be called, you'll be called. Sonny Kiss is feuding with Joey Janela currently. They were a tag team, and then Joey Janela hit the worst super kick of all time. But to Joey Janela had a 15-minute match with Suzuki. So what does make but a see, Danielson match You keep match bringing special? that up, but this, this is the problem. Oh, it's a different company. It's I'm a sorry. different yeah, company, but they confuse the I shit apologize. out of you. But yeah. they confuse you with this because they bring all these guys in that aren't a part of their company. And you have to go on YouTube to figure out what the fuck they've done in the last month. And you go YouTube, and you yeah. see when- Minoru and fucking Janela, and you're like... So you're telling me the same guy that went 15 minutes with Joey Janela went 15 minutes with went Brian. 15 minutes with Daniel Bryan, and that's just idiotic. Yeah. Now, does that have to be like the Queen's Throne, where every match is under two minutes? Probably not. But can, there's a happy median in between making a guy look good and making them look too good. And all these toys that he gets, he just wants to make them look so good, but they don't look good. They just look like shit because you don't know how to present <coughs> them. So back to that demo discussion, I think a lot of this has to do. With the fact that these wrestling journalists, for their own business, need a war. They want a wrestling war because it generates interest in their stuff. So anything they have to do to make it look like it's competitive, even if it's just feeding these fucking dirt rats that something's happening when it's not, that's what they do. They're manufacturing... A war, the manufacturing dissent, much like the news media I was does just gonna say. in the real world. Manufacturing dissent, pitting people against each other so that we stay in our tribal little, um, you know, little tribes. Trump used the bathroom today. Trump took a shit in the Oval Office, that fucking piece of garbage. No, I, I and you see it. I mean, they're just brutal. And then... And, and, People come at me for going at, at them. I've, I've You have like, every right to go at them because they insult you as a fan of wrestling when they want to sit there and tell me that this is good shit. And then I just just come out and say, hey, I'm biased. This is what I want. Like, really? I mean, I no. Mean, Brian Alvarez wrote something today. A- WWE picked a fight with AEW and lost. Like, who picked a you. fight with you? You have pro wrestler in your bio. You haven't wrestled a match in 17 years. You I'm probably more of a pro wrestler than you. <laughs> Fuck off. I probably got in a ring in a in a... In a Shorter amount of time than that fucking. Nah, him and Meltzer do their interviews when they go to Starcast in the ring to make it real, like you know, make them want to live the dream. It's ridiculous. I went to a ring in two thousand fucking ten. I probably was in a ring before him. I was Brian. Fucking guy, he's doing bumps too. He's a fucking. He's the most. Him and Meltzer, the most instant. Meltzer's actually. I have to give him credit. (laughs) Maybe he blocked me too, so I can't see shit anymore. He's been less incendiary. He has been. 
He's more. I think, of, I think they heard him. They did something recently that offended him. What did they do? They brought someone on that doesn't like no, him. No, I think Kayfabe's went after him. <laughs> no, well, it's fucking. Because no, 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 they, straight up. Who did they did something recently? Oh, with Cornette. Oh well, yeah, they've acknowledged I think Cornette. Ever since then, he's turned. He's like, he wields a lot of power in the wrestling world. Believe not it anymore. anymore. Nah, he does. People care what he has to say. He's he the did, go-to but source. But hold on. He, let's argue about his power now. In the 90s, in the 80s, the only way you found out about anything was through the Wrestling well, Observer. Well, also, also uh, Austin and Rollins brought him up, but they didn't mention his name in the podcast. Did they really? Yeah. R- uh, Rollins yeah. said, you. Uh, Austin was like, well, you were, you had worst match uh, of all uh, of the year. According and, to. According to, yeah, name. we won't say his name, but the Observer. And now is and then wow! I'm yeah. shocked they even let that on because Vince does yeah. not play that shit. But the the way news travels is different. And much like other media companies realized in the mid 2000s, oh shit, our ratings are down. No one gives a fuck. Let's get a war going or some shit. Right. And this is the same thing. He, he realizes no one gives a fuck about his print fucking uh, photocopied journals he used to send out. Where you, this is how you learn about people that you can't see on television. It's a completely different world. You look up YouTube, you find these guys. I could go watch a ma- match of Mike Verna. You know how much tape trading I would have had to do in 1998 <laughs> to find a fucking match of some guy that never left fucking the Northeast? Right. I mean, to be fair, the media has changed, so he's doing anything he can to stay relevant. Correct. And, and then manufacturing a war. But I think he's also realized that he turned off a lot of people by being such a fucking apologist. And he's toned it down, but his fucking lackey has gotten worse. Yes. Brian Alvarez is unfucking believable with the things he comes up with. And it, the funny thing is, if you go back to 2015 and listen to them talk about, like, the WWE, it's, light, it's night and day. It's night and day. They used to talk about how Reigns is such a big star. They don't understand why the crowds can't get behind him. And now what they'll say is, well, he's a fourth star. I heard one of them say that. I forgot which Frank, one. Frank, do you know how many listeners we would have on this show if we just kissed AEW's ass? Oh, we would double. We would double. These but- are people, they'll spend their money, travel halfway across the country to watch garbage wrestling. And not fix these their teeth. Are, these are the people that are going to pay for their... Their newsletter. These are the people that are going to listen to them. The, the people They're that watch their audience. My man, Solo Monster. Oh, he's he's become a big. He's fucking... become because that's who's listening. That's the audience. Well, you don't have to worry here, folks. We're never going to change. I, I'm fine. I people think I, I hate AEW. I really I don't. I just don't enjoy the product. I, more of my favorite wrestlers are there than in WWE. But me and you had this discussion last week, and I think we articulated it perfectly. They're it's brutal. two factors. Number one, they're underperforming as a company. They should be doing a lot better and a lot better shit, and they don't. Yep. Number two, it's those fucking fans, but that's also the cause of number one because their fans will sit there and say, take a dump on my chest, Tony. Yeah. And whatever he puts out there, they're going to say, dream match. Yep. But uh, someone like me and you who wants more than fucking Joey Janela and Luther and fucking you name it. But you want to talk about manufactured stars. I mean, he manufactured Omega. Not really. I, I won't. I won't agree he, with that. He did. Omega, he, he did. No, he Omega made, was a big star before. I'm not that. saying anything. Of, uh, I'm not taking anything away from Omega. I. I was a. You saying fan with of, his booking? I'm saying with the way that he praised his matches and all that stuff. That's how. Yeah, but you know what? That's how you make a star. You have to. Everyone forgets it's the facade. If the best wrestler every year won, it would be Kurt Angle every fucking year, and maybe occasionally Haku. No, obviously, wrestlers get hotter at different times. I mean. Punk had his year, uh, Brian, Rollins. 
I, I think I have no problem with him shoving the rocket up his ass and talking him up because that's what he had that's to do. That's what he did, yeah. His mistake was he's yet to give the American audience a reason to care about Kenny Omega. You made him in this tag team for a year. No one gave a shit. Everyone was just waiting for one of them to turn. They never did. Now we're finally getting the match a year after that. They had the match twice. Well, now this is the trilogy, and this is the other thing. They don't have rematches, but they do have a dozen rematches when it comes to big feuds. Like MJF and Jericho had yeah. five match, four yeah. matches. Four. Four, because MJF's three and one against the stupidest fucking thing on earth. They had to just give Jericho one. They couldn't just let that orange fuck not win a match. <laughs> I don't know. They, they need to put on a better product. And hey, to the WWE, you got them where you want them. You clearly could beat them. Fucking go out there and give me a good show every week. Yeah. I shouldn't have to wait for a fucking Saudi show to get a WrestleMania quality card. No, Raw, Raw this week was, I didn't watch much of it, but the main event, Charlotte and, and Bianca Belair was top notch. And the ending was infuriating. They have not. And I said this on Twitter. Infuriating. I said this on Twitter, boys. You can tell me if I'm wrong. I said it, I said something about the ending too. So Now, I know historically they've had some shit finishes. It happens. Do you think that there is a lack of Pat Patterson since he has passed away? I don't know how much he was booking at the end. There's been a lack of Pat Patterson since he retired. Right. And I guess what... See, the difference is, is I think even though he was retired, when Vince was really stuck, he'd call up and say, Hey, Pat, you got anything for me? And Pat was such a wrestling fan that I'm sure he had some relevance of what was going on. That guy was so good. And he was so smart with the way he would book things. He didn't even know, need to know well, that much. WWE, they have a lot of content. They're doing two. They're doing three shows a week, right? And they're doing one pay per view, sometimes more. They're doing a lot of content, so there's going to be a lot of rematches. And sometimes you got to get your way in and out of a match without hurting anybody's. But fans credibility. are never happy either, anyway, because if you don't book rematches every week, where you have a quality match come out of it, like a five to ten minute match, which is a quality TV match in 2021, sadly due to commercials, they'll bitch that oh really he's just squashing people every week. Like the fans are also very fickle with that too, because if you had a guy steamrolling every jobber on the roster, they'd bitch about why did Mustafa Ali have to lose again. Where yeah, you can't, you can't wait. It's like with the Jeff Hardy syndrome. Why did uh, Jeff oh beat Cross, treat Jeff better? It just... It, it doesn't end. And I think this is the problem too AEW makes because they give them whatever they want, even though it's stupid. And when you look at it as a product, it's stupid. They'll give the fans whatever they fucking want. And then when the other company does things in purposely just to get fans to hate them, which they do too, it, makes, it, it puts them in a very rough spot. But... I think they have the biggest star. I think that's been proven time and time again. And the biggest star always wins here. As good as Goldberg was, he wasn't Steve Austin. And as good as Kenny Omega is, he sure as shit ain't Roman Reigns. I knew we were in the land of the sick when I saw on the wrestling news media the other day. said, Kenny Omega changes his look. And I clicked on it. What, he dye his hair? He shaved his mustache off. Oh, so he stopped looking like an asshole. I don't get Kenny Omega. I'm not saying he's a bad wrestler, but if he was in WWE, he'd be a middle-of-the-card guy. You know what? I could tell you this. I watched him in Japan. I made kayfabes watch him when he was in Japan. You know I was good? I never heard him talk. I think yeah, that's a big part of it. I think he can't cut a promo. not good, and his promos aren't good. Also, again, when you're working over there, and he's working with the top guy in the company over there, who clearly, with the guy he's, guys he's worked with, you could see that he elevates them a lot. It's hard to go from working there and being number two and no one gives a shit to being a number one. It's a big difference. Right. difference between a guy that draws the money and works with the guy that draws the money, as you love to tell me all the time. True. You know? I agree. But 
Overall, this is a fake war. It's fake news. They got fucking blown but, out by 30% of the fucking I, viewership. I watched the main of, of Rampage, and it was Jericho, Sammy, and uh, Hager, Hager versus Page, Scorpio Sky, and Junior Dos Santos making his in-ring. Ethan, Ethan Page. You have Ethan to be Page, very I'm clear sorry, about yes, this. Yes. Making his, other, his in-ring de- AEW wrestling debut. I've never seen an MMA guy look this bad in a ring. Yeah, I... I and I love JDS. I thought I, this was going to be great. And I, I listened to Cornette talk about it, and I couldn't agree with him more. He Shocking. Said, no, no. <laughs> and, and you'll agree with me, too. And he said that you have a guy like this, right? A mainstream... I mean, I know Junior Dos Santos. I'm not a big MMA guy. I'm sure you've bet on him. I maybe, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not a huge MMA guy, and I know he hasn't been around for a little while. But if you have a guy like that come in and just look and, and cater to his strength, and and then you have a match against him on a pay per view, you can you can buy you can make your money on that pay per view just by selling his name and seeing what will happen. The- you put him on 10:30 at night on a Friday night. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you're gonna get in a six man. It's hard because he's not as big as a star as the other MMA people that have crossed over. Ken Shamrock was the biggest name in MMA at the time. And mind you, MMA was a microcosm of what it is now. Exactly. So Shamrock Dan Severn, same idea. Fucking Brock. But Brock. Ronda. Brock went to. Brock went there first. Fine. But he was. Ronda, yes. Ronda. Yes. If WWE went to get somebody. And Jorge Masvidal, by the way, is the biggest star he has. And they didn't use him in the match. They used him, and he missed a fucking knee. Yeah, I see Terrible. That. Yeah. Junior Dos Santos, I would have booked as the following. He walks in the ring. He punches Jake Hager in the face, knocks him out cold. That's it. That's all you have to do, folks. And then you kick him out of the ring for 20 minutes like every other fucking shitty celebrity guest tag match that's ever existed. And then he comes back in for the finish and punches somebody out. Yeah. It's not that fucking hard. And then you get a single for a pay-per-view, and you could sell on him. This would be the equivalent of having Floyd Mayweather give a Hurricane Rana to the big show. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It makes them both look like idiots. And uh, the match of the whole, I mean, Aubrey, I watched it with someone that never watched AEW before. You or, did. That's right. With, and, with uh, as we call him, Monkey Man. And Aubrey, and Aubrey Edwards. Who would you watch it with? Monkey Man. Who's Monkey Man? He's our guy. He went to Mania with us a few times. Yeah, he's Tall a Tall guy. He's a friend of ours. Looks like a chimpanzee. Do I know him? Yes, you, yes, know. you know him. He's an officer of the law. Okay. Got it. All right. Um, looks like John Cena. Yes. Looks like John Cena. Looks like one of the fucking the cartoon gorillas that used to make that those songs. Okay, I got it. And uh, he's seen Aubrey, and he said, "What? What the fuck is good with her?" And I said, "I. I she takes away so much from a match. So much. It's, She's it's selfish. Crazy. She extremely. She's selfish. Extremely. It's worse. It's almost worse than than Hebner because Hebner at least didn't do the facials. Her facials." I sent you that Twitter. I saw that video. My goodness. That was in that match. That was in that match. My goodness. Audrey, from me to you, get a new fucking job. (laughs) Aubrey, get a new fucking job. I'm sure you're a lovely person. This is not the job for you. You're selfish. You're out of control. You're too busy. You're a busy body. Keep your mouth shut. Stand in the corner. Watch the match. Count the falls. That's it. That's all you well, need they, to and, do. You know what? And this is a big problem with this company between <laughs> her and fucking Mills Lane, who does all the fucking Young Bucks matches. And just, I can't with this you can't, shit. I know. I know. Like, I know WWE I know. refs now, you don't even know their names anymore, which is crazy that they've done that, too. I used to be able to name the whole roster's refs, like, who was exclusive to SmackDown. Tim White, Teddy guys. Long, fucking Mike Brian Yoda, Jimmy Corderas. 
Yeah. I used to know them all. The boys. Brian Hebner. The boys. Tim White killing himself every week. Bro, that was a crazy angle. Imagine they tried to do that now. How dare you? It's not fucking fucking, funny. They'd have to have a suicide PSA before every segment. But no, I I agree. It it takes away so much. You know what it is? You're just watching her. Once you notice her, you can't take you your can't, eyes off Exactly. Her. She's just a distraction. She's K- a flashing light to a man with epilepsy. You can't... It makes my brain explode. Case in point, our main man, Kevy Pretzels, was watching it with him, and he said, oh, she's not bad. And we said, watch it. We also watched it with Maddie from Battle Creek, because me and Maddie were watching this fucking broad, and I told Dwyer, <laughs> I said, just look at her. I told Pretzels, look at her. And, he start, and he's like, yeah, you're right. She's just out of control. She's just out of control. And, and once worst, you notice it, you can't look away. And the worst part is she does all the big matches. I know. Every all big match they she's think, in They there. think it's cute to have a woman ref. Like, yeah, but the they WWE's had a woman well, no, ref they, for years, they and they call, didn't do anything they call about her, it. They call her by her name, and she's in with the crowd, and they like her. And I, like you said, I'm sure she's a fine, well, fine it's an, woman. Well, it's but. another thing that anything that he puts out there, they just eat up. Mills Lane, we're gonna fuck it. <laughs> they're gonna start cheering this ref's name during matches, and once that happens, like he's gonna do a spot with them one day. You know it. I you sent know you it. it. I sent you it. He did it in PWG. They had him hit the fucking Meltzer driver or some shit. He's gonna do it in AEW. Of course he will, because this is fun. It's wrestling. It's yeah. not a fucking sport of any sort. They have rankings for fucking guys who do backflips and take a shit in the if middle. If their rankings meant anything. Uh, Fucking Austin Gunn would have a, a world title shot. It's just, <laughs> it's true. It's crazy. The rankings. It, Don't see, tell me the rankings mean anything. But the, what pisses me off is you put this facade of rankings to make it seem like a legitimate sport, and then you have a fucking referee doing cartwheels in the middle of the fucking ring. Enough. Enough. Treat it like it's been. Your product's geared for adults, but it's really geared for 17 year old pimple face marks with Bullet Club shirts on. Those motherfuckers that went to Hot Topic, they said, I'm not going to buy this Marilyn Manson shit anymore. And they instead, what is that? A video of, oh, dear God. She's just out of control. Yeah. I, I you just, can't make it up. No, it's you just, can't. Just, Jericho's I'm, trying to get a, a, the walls in, and she's just gyrating. Oh, she's, yes, and she's Gy- gyrating. Yes, the, yeah, that's yeah. it. Oh, God. I, I don't know how. That she, look, that's how PJ looked in that video. I don't, know, I don't know how Jericho just, <laughs> I don't know how Jericho doesn't go up to him and say, hey, you have to Cut stop. it out. You have to stop. And Cut Jericho it out. Jericho normally would be the person you would think that would say, you're a fucking idiot. I think, what are you doing? I think Jericho, I mean. Yeah. I think Jericho's mailing it in and drinking his free drinks. Drinking his drinks, making his money, having outlandish matches, dancing. Dancing. He's, he's having the time of his fucking life at the expense fupa. of Tony Khan. But uh, there was something else on AEW. What's a fupa? Did you see the... Fat up a pussy area. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see the MJF interview? On Barstool? Yeah. So I started watching it. Just M- a quick sidebar on that. MJF, if there's anything from AEW that's fucking golden, it's that, it's that Jewish man from Long Island. He knows how to just no-sell anything. I've never seen anything like it. He goes into the interview. He starts, like, intimidating the interview. He's like, put your chair down. You're too high up. And he wouldn't talk until the guy put his fucking chair down. He's just fucking with him. When he talks about the WWE, it's really funny because you know it's a shoot. Like, he purposely says, like, I'm not going to burn my bridge with anybody, so I will say that Roman Reigns is a great performer. I'm better than him, which is well, that's right. what you should say. what a heel say. would say, of course. But he's totally, like, he blows up everybody over there, and it's pretty funny because his character... I think he's like Brian Pillman working this, Mark. He doesn't even realize it. He's angling himself for the bigger fish. Yeah. And Tony Khan's not going to realize it until he signs the big contract and leaves. I think, I think, I, I don't know if this, someone <laughs> actually, uh, if this was a clip from it or, or someone just tweet uh, put it on Twitter, but they were asking him about people and they, he kept calling everyone mid. 
And then they were like, Roman Reigns. He goes, oh, he's a good guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, he, and, and he's smart because he was like, I don't like Orange Cassidy. I don't like the way he wrestles. I think it's a joke. He says all the things. Is that like, what he said? Yes. He said, it's oh, not my, my style of wrestling. I'll pull his dick out and suck it. Whoa. All right. No, okay. someone's got to say it. Someone's got to say it. Orange Cassidy, what he's doing is not right. Or it's, maybe, it's I'm sorry. Immoral. I take it's it back. Sick. I take it back. It wasn't Orange Cassidy. It was Darby Allen. He said he's a stuntman. Which I'm putting I his dick back. Which I definitely agree with. Well, he's shooting with Darby, so yeah. No, but he made it seem, like when he was talking about the guys as individuals, he made it seem like it was a shoot, but I just love that guy. I think he's one of the few good things on that fucking program week in, week out. No matter what they give him, he tries to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. And they gave him a lot of chicken shit. Chris Jericho tried to kill this kid. What about the singing together in the opera? It's just, that was just that's, that's Jericho, Jericho allowed to do what he wants. This is all the shit Vince said no to. <laughs> Musical chairs had to be his idea, right? When Flair was running around chasing that, Stacey well, Cable. Flair made that man. That was Flair gold. Was just that was gold. And he pushed Stacey Cable. <laughs> when he <laughs> he competed. This Tyson is when Tom Rick, Cole for those fucking... who are getting lost in our fucking rantings in uh, on Raw in like 2004. Eugene. Eugene was the guest manager of the program, <laughs> and so he had them compete in this big <laughs> musical chairs. It was Jonathan Coachman. <laughs> Tyson Tomko, Jericho, Stacy Keebler, Tajiri, Jerry Lawler was there. <laughs> yes. And fucking Ric Flair, 16-time champ. And he was, Flair was competing like it was for the world title number 17. It was great. It was great. And then you realize. You could show that to a non-wrestling fan. I remember showing that clip to my mother, and she laughed hysterically. Well, that she's was a big gold. wrestling fan. That was gold. She, I wouldn't say she's a big, but she's she, Al Snow's biggest fan. She was watching when it was hot, and she remembers that stuff. Because I used to, I used to have to go to bed at ten o'clock, and, and she went to eleven, you? so she would tape it. Oh, she would okay. tape it on a video cassette and watch it. You'll never believe what happened, isn't it? <laughs> I'll never forget. She came up. I think I told this story on the show. I think you did. Yeah. Who ran over Steve Austin? Oh, Patrick, you'll never believe it. <laughs> I said, I got to know who it was. It's the last person you'll ever suspect. <laughs> and even in like the second grade, I said, the last person, she went, it's the last person. You're never going to predict it. <laughs> and I said, the last person I would think is Rikishi. And she went, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was as stupid as it sounded. She never have been fucking Rikishi. She does not sound like an Irish priest's wife. <laughs> oh, Patrick, the Undertaker, him drew to Mary Oh, Jesus. You might have to add that to the list of... Uh, He's a bad man. <laughs> Pat's mom talking about The Undertaker. The big busman, he killed Pepper and he ate him up. <laughs> I really hope she, if there's one episode she listens to, it's this one. PJ's going to get a fucking... Are about me? PJ's going to get a fucking shoe upside down. It don't sound like that. <laughs> You're just out of control. You are yeah. out of control. This conversation's gone out of control. Let's finish up SmackDown and Rampage. What do we got next, K-Fabes? Uh, Saudi Arabia. Number oh, two. what a fucking place. Sweet <laughs> Saudi money. WWE's <laughs> going How dare they? Do you know what they do to women in there? Oh, I'm sorry. Who'd you vote for, Chris Jericho? Who'd you vote for? Who's your wife? Where was your wife on January 6th, Chris? Why don't you answer that question? <laughs> Crown Jewel taking place tomorrow. Thursday, twelve o'clock in the afternoon. What At a twelve o'clock in the shame. afternoon, and the card is hella fine. Let me tell you, it's better than Manius. It's a big card. So, what do you want to do? Predictions? Break it down. We could do predictions. Start with the first match. What do we got on the, the day? pre-show? Is oh, this is must-watch. The Hurt Business versus the pre-show Kings 
the Usos. Mm. Does this plant the seed to our next feud with Roman, maybe? Maybe not. Who knows? I don't think so. Bobby's on a different show. What does that mean? True. Survivor Series is next. If Bobby gets the belt back from Big E and... Which, I think by the way, this just a tag match, so I mean I don't know weird booking, but uh, I mean the Usos obviously win. I think the Usos the are going. I think the Usos are going up. I think it'd be very smart to put the Herp as for the titles. No, it doesn't say. So yeah. give it to the Hurt business. They need something. They've just. I love that they're back together, but if they're just gonna be bumping dolls for Bobby I mean, Lashley that's, for that's, Goldberg, that's, that's a little glimpse. In, that's a little glimpse into your future. I hate to say it, that's what they're there for. I mean, last time Goldberg was in Saudi, he damn near killed a man. No, nah, it was two. Who times was already ago. dead? Yeah. <laughs> that was two times ago. The last time he extinguished the fucking light of the fiend, I thought. No, I no, think, I don't. I had yeah, reverse. I don't know. I think that was had, before because he took the strap off of. Yeah, Goldberg. I think he had a reverse. Jesus. But that's the pre-show match. This is all out of order, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go from. Oh no, I had it right. I'll tell you why. Because you were supposed to get spear versus spear at Mania, and then COVID happened. That was the time before. Either way, they did like no because one was in Australia, I think maybe, maybe there was two Saudi shows in one year. Fuck them, they do too many of them. Yeah, anyway. it's hard to keep it all straight. And they're all named the fucking same thing. Crown Jewel. It's Crown Jewel. Yeah, they did two in one year. They were both Crown Jewel. It's preposterous. Go on. Well, on this card, we have uh, the recently broken up tag team of Mansoor versus Mustafa Ali going one on one. No, this guy Mansoor makes one check a year, and it's pretty man. It's pretty. He does. Yeah, they stick his ass out there. At least this time, they built a fucking feud. This yeah. has been a couple months. It's gonna be a fine match. You know what I don't like? I don't like Mustafa Ali coming out yesterday and tweeting, "All of my pay will be donated." Yeah, you're such a fucking loser. If that's the case, and you feel so moral about it. Don't fucking go. Risk losing your job. Risk losing your one storyline you've had in the last year that actually is decent. Like, do, do these people think that they're fucking heroes? I don't get it. I don't understand. I mean, it. a guy, the guy does a lot of charity work. So, I mean, whatever. no. But you're saying it to be a statement that they shouldn't be in Saudi Arabia. You want to make a statement, be like fucking Sami Zayn, and don't work it. You're instead going there because you know if you don't work it, they just built a feud for you for six months. That you'd be looking like a fucking idiot if yeah, you did that. I don't mind what he's doing. I yeah, get it. I don't mind it. I get it. Next up. And uh, by the way, I don't know who's going to win, nor do I care. Oh, Mansour will win. I guess Mansour, yeah, Mansour, Mansour, I would say. Next up, uh, again, out of order, we have uh, the Queen's Crown final with Dewdrop versus Zelina Vega. Okay, I got a lot to say. Here we go. Number one, the fact that Shayna Baszler is not in this match is just another stupid WWE booking decision. I think it might have to do with Saudi. Honestly, I think it might have to do with her. They can not. have those two go, but oh, she doesn't want to go. I don't think she wants to go. Oh, fuck you, then. They're trying. Are they anti uh, LGBT? Yeah, fuck please? yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So they weren't even allowed. To, I think the women have to wrestle in shirts. Oh well, that's. I was gonna get. But to at that the later. same time, WWE is doing their Queen of the Ring in Saudi Arabia. If Tony Khan pulled that off. This is fucking huge. Put him in the fucking UN. The problem. He's done more for women's rights in Saudi Arabia than the United Nations. The problem is this this tournament has been and uh, lackluster, lackluster, uh, very short. And not that I have a problem with these short matches, but it's getting a lot more publicity. And it's if you were gonna do a Queen of the Ring or whatever we're gonna call it. Stack it with you. Put the women champions in it. Yeah. Say, it's not put, stack it. Make it important. Give us something. They haven't did that with if the King of the Ring, it, too. If you're going to use it to elevate the mid-card, then it's going to be treated as a mid-card tournament. That yeah. don't mean dick. King well, of the Ring. Who won that? Bret Hart. Well, Kurt Angle. 
Steve Austin. You're really Triple H. strings in that case because most of those guys, except with the exception of Bret Hart who won the title before he won the King of the Ring, most of those guys, the King of the Ring was the stepping stone to get them to main eventing. Right. I think what their mistake was is there was no horsewoman in this, and that's a big one when they're your sure. biggest draw in the company. I think your second biggest mistake was you made it noticeably short. Now, I yes. don't care if you got five-minute squashes. I don't need to see a 30-minute wrestling match from fucking Dewdrop and, and fucking Shayna Baszler. I don't. I agree with you. But, but the it was same noticeably time, short. It was noticeably short, and you gave these fucking assholes that fucking fake journalism, Sean Ross said, get your stopwatches out. It's only going to be a minute. Fuck you. Fuck and them. They, and they had women that they could have gotten over with, with good matches. Tony Storm hadn't done much of anything since being on the roster. I mean, they, they buried her, Tony Storm the first time she spoke on that program. Yeah. And she said, I'm envisioned through fucking uh, Bruce Springsteen. Fuck off. Yeah, Liv Morgan is, is over, and they don't, they hadn't used her right. But Liv Con Morgan still has a feud, though, at least. That's at least lasting. So her being out of it isn't the worst thing. But throw a f I think the Horsewoman's the biggest miss there. Yeah, They're the only ones that draw. Zel them and Belair. Zelina Put Charlotte in and have her win it. Zelina is a good worker. Uh, she, I'm glad that she's in the finals. Well, I, this is her thank you for taking, I think they said, 70 losses before she got two on TV. I don't think she wins, but... I hope she does. I think I think she could do well with a crown and be really cocky. Also, what's going to get more heat? The the small woman who's a heel beating the fucking bigger baby? I, I think it's obvious that they're going to book it that way. I She's think, probably going to cheat to win. I think you give it to Dewdrop. You have her wear a crown. You're just a big, obnoxious queen. More peasants to carry around on the throne. Well, she is. Have her just be a full-fledged fucking heel. She can do the voice at least. She's from the UK. She's from the UK. They got there to change go. her name back, though. Oh, my God. Call up Regal from NXT. Let a manager all hail the queen. And you'll feel, excuse me, that dripping you sound is down Pat's leg. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a made up. I'm going do drop. I hope Zelina wins. Personally. Do drop. Put a crown on her. I, I, they got to change her name. It's brutal. I do drop. Give a fuck about this. <laughs> Next up, we'll go to the King of the Ring tournament, Finn Balor versus Xavier Woods. <coughs> Good for fucking Xavier Woods. It's about goddamn time they let this guy work. He's a single. He could be a tag. He could be anything. He's going to get his ass kicked on t uh, tomorrow, but good for him. I read a funny tweet the other day. said they've been calling him Prince for so long, and now he's finally going to be a king. I wrote that. Long-term booking. I wrote that. I know. I oh, loved it. Thank you. thought it was tremendous. I By the way, folks, I want to apologize. Me and Frank Cliff are coughing up fucking lungs here. It's the hashish. Me, me because I've had whooping cough for fucking months. It's not whooping cough when you're an adult. You're just it's dying. The fucking vaccine. You're just dying. <laughs> I haven't been right since I got that fucking vax. Well, that's because you got it in your ass cheek instead of your arm. <laughs> Shh. He told me that's where it went. Well, why'd you listen to Triple H? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look. So the king of the ring, right? I think... The writing on the wall is clear for me. I don't know if it's clear for anybody else. Xavier Woods, big baby face, petitioned for the King of the Ring for years on Twitter. Years. And I think that's also a big part of why he's been so involved. I think they fucked us by not giving us the Kofi-Xavier match in the, the semis. That would have been the, the rub where Kofi says, all right, you're ready now. And he goes up. I think this is going to be Balor. I think it's going to be Balor heel. I think Balor's going to like turn during the match in some way to make him establish himself as a heel. Because they just can't have a baby face last for more than 10 minutes. Ballard 
supposedly he's getting you know a big rub on Raw, and I hope he does because he needs it desperately. After do you see him going heel? Because I I think this I'm is fine a, with that if he does. But then it's the tip. See on the other side of it, then it's the typical. Oh, now he's gonna be fucking King Bal. He's gonna come out and fucking every week yell about how he should be a king, and you're all peasants. And I don't know. I, I'm excited for the match though. I think the match should be really good. And match I think should it, be f- yeah. I think it should look. It, you need to showcase some of these guys because maybe you have a diamond in the rough. You don't even know. I read reports that now after Montez's Ford match with Roman, they're going to put the rocket to his ass. Maybe they do the same thing with Xavier if he has a good match with Ballard. Maybe yeah. he shows them something. Yeah, that's that's what. Let them work. Yeah, I agree. Let it, let all these, even the women, let them have a more than two minute match. But hopefully. at the same time, don't let them have a fucking twenty minute match. No goddamn story. There's a medium motherfucker. Next up. Next up, we have RK Bro versus uh, Styles and Almost. I hate to say it, man. I I loved RK Bro from its inception. What killed it for me is Orton being gone for like two months at separate times. With no explanation. With no explanation. That kind of lost it for me. And the fact that this Almost and Styles versus RK Bro thing is still going on is absolutely piss poor. You need to have better tag teams. Styles has to go on his own again. Well, I clearly think that there's a problem there. I think the guys, the other guy's not ready, and that was the whole point of this thing. But beyond that, you put star tag teams together, but you can't have them feud for six months. No less to have one match of meaning before this, or maybe two. I mean, Jesus. They've had more matches as fucking singles guys in the last couple months than they have as tags. And you have enough tag teams. Don't tell me, oh, we don't have enough tag teams. Fucking merge the belts and figure it the fuck out. Wouldn't this mean more if RK Bro was going up against the Usos who haven't lost in like a year? It's not fucking difficult. I will give at least AEW this. They're smart enough to know they only need one tag belt and not a fucking a tag, a trios, a fours, and a fucking asshole. They're going to introduce the trios. I'm sure they are. But I, I, think, I, think, it. I think WWE has definitely... Uh, mismanaged their tag division 100%. But I hate to say it too on the other side, the tag teams draw. That's been a tag team that drew much. I mean, you could argue Xavier Woods at New the Day. Mega Powers drew some coin. <laughs> new Age Outlaws. The New Day probably drew. New Age Outlaws moved merch. The New Day so the, the New, new day, day moved merch, but they didn't draw. There's a difference. There's a difference between selling t-shirts and selling out buildings. WWE don't care. I, I don't think they care what their revenue stream is, and there's a place on any card for good tag team wrestling. Let's be honest now. WWE but I don't doesn't, think... has long told their audience that it doesn't matter. Right, because they could just get guys that draw more money, and who gives a fuck? I've never seen a tag team main event to show that I could remember. Like Survivor not a Survivor Series, Cena and Rock, and look who was in it. Yeah, and look R-Truth. who was in it. <laughs> well, they were trying to make r Truth such a heel, and it just didn't work. He was the hottest thing in wrestling for a week and a half. Yeah, he yeah, was. And then fucking Cena had to beat then him. Then he like did that asshole. little Jimmy thing. The little Jimmy wasn't bad. It was Cena beating him that was bad. Well, that's a story of a lot of people. He yeah. was smoking a cigarette. God that damn it! Wild. I loved it. <laughs> they started booing him. Boo me! You should I be was booing in Ra- I was in Rehoboth Beach. That's in Maryland, right? What the fuck are you talking about? I was in Rehoboth <laughs> Beach <laughs> when I watched that exact night when R-Truth became the biggest thing in wrestling. Me and Mike Vernon were cuddling in a bed. We were in a bed. Had so it, that's what managers and their clients do. <laughs> we were talking business. And we were watching Raw, and we were just like, wow, R-True just became huge. He went you, viral. It was do, a big deal. Do you guys remember when he dressed up as, like, fucking the General Custer soldier, next yeah. week? <laughs> Talk about me. And had a promo with Austin and Vince. Where oh. are we tonight? Virginia? <laughs> <laughs> Tear down the statue now. He. He was, he was great. He. he was really good. He was really good. <coughs> uh, next up, well, who do you think goes over there? I don't give a all right. 
I guess well, RK Bro, I guess, is going to get the pop. Poor uh, Styles yeah. is going to have to take all the pins in this thing. He's going to have to do all the work. Fucking Styles, man. Next up, we have uh, Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley. No holds oh, barred. Here comes a, here and comes here a we fest. are. Here we are. Tell me, Francis. Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley. No but Tell me. Here we go. Let me get the violin out. Tell me how bad the build was. Tell me what a shitty idea it was. Go away, Goldberg. Go away, Oldberg. We don't like Goldberg. You could quote me on this. If Bobby Lashley don't beat him in two minutes flat, it's fucking garbage. You, here's my problem with them. I can't attack one company for putting a 53-year-old Japanese man on the TV with no build and get excited about it. That 53 Japanese man is not Bill Goldberg. I was just going to say, I know he doesn't have the star power of Goldberg, but you can't have Goldberg take a pin from Drew, have that match. And so Think of the last matches you remember from Goldberg. It was that Fiend disaster. <laughs> it was that Braun Strowman WrestleMania no crowd disaster. <laughs> it was that fucking Drew squash. How is Let's this? Let's be honest. Look, his match with Bobby Lashley, his last match was okay. It was Nothing okay. Right it his match with Drew McIntyre was good. The match with Braun Strowman was what it was. Hard to judge it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna leave that one out. But his to be match fair, with Brock Lesnar at Mania, that shit was fucking great. Do you and realize- he saved us from the fiend. Hold on he a second. He saved us. When you mentioned that WrestleMania match with Brock, do you realize now that that's five years ago? Well, the guy wrestles twice a year, so not, really it's like six matches ago. But the problem is is you're not building this guy, and you're not showing me why he should challenge for a title you again. You don't have the, to build Goldberg. The last time I saw him on television, he lost the fucking world title shot. Oh, why I, does he get another world title shot? Fair. Why is well, that he, He's not getting he's a world not. title shot. He did at SummerSlam. And he lost. But that, that was the And they built the story with it, though. Yeah, they built the story. He choked his kid. Real fucking original. Yeah. Vince McMahon was having people do that to him for fucking 20 years. Look, I don't think, I, for some reason, probably because you're the victim of 30 years of WWE propaganda, you don't understand how big Bill Goldberg was for a period of time. Over. He I'm don't got to justify a title match. He's Bill fucking Goldberg. I think if they do anything but do not, they, they need to book Lashley very strong here. He needs to win in three minutes because I Lashley's like, now, he needs to win in three minutes. I agree That's with you. He say. needs to win. I don't think it has to be three minutes. I do love you want Bobby Lashley. a five-minute Goldberg match? Um, if they could do it, no holds bar, I mean, you're going to... Figure it out. They're gonna pull yeah. out a kendo stick. Yeah. Uh, All the bells and the whistles. They're gonna have a knockdown. If Goldberg's drag out. kid isn't beaten to a pulp, I don't have no interest. But also, I could see this going two ways. If this is Goldberg's last match and he really wants to go off into the sunset, I could see him going over. It'd be shame to go off on you know losses There's only back one to way back. You leave this business on your back. On your back. It's true. I could see it going either way. The only problem is with the son, it made it real personal. Yeah. So how's Goldberg going? Defending his son's honor and then getting his fucking face kicked in and pinned. Well, the question is, are they setting up a trilogy? Does anyone want to see that? They can't help themselves. Let's say Goldberg goes over here and then maybe they have a retirement match. And that's how Goldberg goes away. If it promises me that I never have that fucking asshole come out it again. Not, if it, they can do it like that and do a, build a story like but that, it, I'm not opposed to it. If I'm Bill Goldberg. You have to go out of mania, though. I'm going to talk about Bill Goldberg as if I was him. You want me to take a million dollars to have one match? I'll give a fuck what the fans say. Of course I'll do it. Of course. You think he's going to fucking retire? I don't think he's done. He'll sit there and milk this cow as long as he fucking can. Right. He good. looks at Ric Flair and he says, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Jeans, fucking Harley Davidson jacket. It's real simple. Shave your head. Doesn't he hasn't even just, aged. Doesn't even just remember the beard anymore. <laughs> That's the only aging he has. He did switch to MMA shorts because the other gimmicks were giving away his legs. But, <laughs> you know, look, 
me and we, we have different opinions on this. You guys still get a stiff of Goldberg. Me, the stiff is gone. I, I don't care anymore. But I like to see Bobby Lashley. I like Bobby Lashley more. I know I'm a big I'm a big Goldberg apologist. That was a hill I went to die on on this program. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. It's because Hunter buried him. This is your way of paying him back. I know. I know. They, it I, you can't get over the chamber, right? It happened. It was. I've one of never the... seen somebody look stronger and lose a match than that elimination chamber. Yeah, he looked real strong when he was left a bloody fucking mess with Flair holding one arm and Randy Orton holding the other. He looked real strong. Previous to that, when he, you know, threw Jericho through you know the what lo- You know what really would have made him look strong? Beating Triple H? Spinning, spearing him and pinning him, one, two, three. But no, he had to come out in the biker shorts the next month with his big fat belly. Fuck you. Next. <laughs> next up, uh, the last not, uh, non-title match we have right now is Edge versus Rollins in a Hell in a Cell. This is when it makes sense. This is when it makes sense. You don't have a pay-per-view. You don't have a nonsense every year where you're guaranteed to get two of these Hell in a Cell matches as Nikki Kayfabe runs to the back to take a shit, it looks like. <laughs> he's gone. Thank God he's gone. Let's talk about world domination now. So, this is a time when this match makes sense. They've had a regular match. They've had two regular matches, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, each one better than the last. The Madison Square Garden match is probably one of my favorite matches this year. I thought it told a great story. thought it was done very well. Mm-hmm. thought the crowd was fucking into it. Mm-hmm. SummerSlam, same deal. He brought back the brood, made people pop. Great. Mm-hmm. You had to pull something out for this one, and this is perfect because how how else do you see they need to book it like a good hell in a cell match though i don't want to see them outside of the cell i was reading something pj and correct me if i'm wrong remember brock taker the first one in the cell 2003 you know what the significance of the match was they didn't leave the cell they brawled and beat the piss out of each other in the cell and that's exactly how this match needs to be booked. I don't need the fucking cell door magically breaking open and Rollins climbing up and someone doing an unnecessary fucking spot that I've seen a thousand times at this point. I need a beatdown in that cell. And mm-hmm. I need blood, which I know I'm not going to get. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe Edge will give us a hard shot because he could get away with that. E- come on, Edge. Come on, Adam. Edge is winning me back. I was a bit, wow. you know. Look, but I never hated Edge. I didn't say I hate Edge. I just he was never for me. I'm not a fan of the Adam, but he do, he gives a shit. He gives a shit about his angles. Else. He gives a fuck. He gives it his all. He thinks about it. You can tell he sits there and puts shit together in his mind before he does it. I respect the fuck out of that. I hope the cell isn't red, and it's just a or shame. Or you lost that one. They already and, showed it. In the and graphic. it's just a fucking shame that they prostituted and diluted this cell so bad for so long. That name a pay per view after Mark Henry versus Randy Orton. They're just gonna be in the cell this month. See, like, when it happened with I, I Hunter, agree. I, agree. I mean, it used to be Hunter's signature match for a time period. Fuck off. Fuck all the way off. What? His signature match. What? Why? Because after, like, few, after he the, stole it from Undertaker. Okay. Undertaker had a thing, and he wanted it. Undertaker <laughs> and had, he wanted it. Undertaker had one match in the cell before. Two. Fuck you. Two. He Two. versus Sean in the first one. Yeah. He versus Foley in the second oh, I one. I forgot about that. He had, oh, you forgot about the most famous one of all time. <laughs> he had a tag with, with Austin and Kane in it in the third one ever. Right. He had Orton in it. He had Brock in it twice. Right. This was his fucking match. And Hunter, because he can't have a normal fucking match with anybody... 
needed a special match. Before you, so had, he needed the chamber, and he needed Hell in a Cell, and he loved the good street oh fight. Anything God. to avoid it all. Before, before you went on your PMS rampage, because dear God, I can't say the you, words I, I, Hannah I, Helmsley without you're, upsetting. You're so I was saying to a it's point. It's his signature match. Because Fuck after off. the third fucking match in a feud, he realized he needed something, and most of his feuds ended in the fucking cell, because it made fucking sense. Because after beating Shawn Michaels to a pulp, what else was he going to do? And Drag I, him in the cell. I give Hunter Batista, this. same I'll, shit. I'll give Hunter. At least he gigged. At least you knew oh. you were good for a good bloodbath when he, he signed up. He wore those white for... boots. I knew the, that gig was coming. <laughs> the Hell in the Cell, uh, TLC, those pay-per-views should have never been, well, TLC have been allowed. TLC, TLC is, is gone. gone. Thank yeah. God. Good. Even the money in the bank, they managed to prostitute and fucking yeah. But that I didn't even mind as its own pay-per-view because you knew it was coming once a year anyway. It was stupid to have it in Mania. Did you mind when there was two of them? I loved it at Mania. Did it bother you when there was just two of them the after two, a while? The two of them pissed me off. And then off. two women, so you have four of these fucking things floating was, around. Yeah. I don't the, think they've had the, two women. No, they, they never. No. And Once they the women one. started, they took away the Raw and SmackDown. TLC. Uh, I mean, sorry. Hell in a Cell should have never been its own pay-per-view. It took away a lot of the match. It was all marketing. But this match makes sense in a Cell, and I think it's going to be a great... Well, it probably match it tonight. I'm excited about Much it. Much beyond that, I can tell you how this match was booked. You can't give me Hunter, sir. He's in a hospital bed. Give me the Cell. Click. And that was the Saudi prince who also <laughs> requested Eddie Guerrero versus Chris. And Benoit. he also sounds like uh, Vince. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I'm envisioning like there's a guy in Saudi Arabia who just looks exactly like Vince, all angry. And I shit. wonder who wins this match though, because I mean, it's a tough one. You can't I, see I, DQ. Don't fucking start. <laughs> They've learned from that one. I hope. It's a hard one because Rollins needs this win more than Edge does at this point. Because if Rollins loses another fucking big marquee feud, how I do you know. justify they him doing anything? They both need with it. They, and you wonder why they end things on DQs. Because you put yourselves in situations where someone's got to win, someone's got to lose. It's going to hurt either guy. Sometimes it's unavoidable. You know what they used to do instead of DQs? Debuts. That used to be a good little way out. Just have mean? Paul White come out of a ring. We don't have a finish. Oh. Fuck that. <laughs> No, I mean, this is the problem with wrestling is people have to win and lose, and then when you have a trilogy where everyone's going to know the score, that's the other thing. Michael's taker is great because you don't remember that there was a fourth match. You can't remember the scoreboard. You know what kind of finish I see here? There was a finish between Hunter and Austin at No Way Out. This is like 2001. This is when Triple H was at the top of his game. I had no problem with Triple H during 2001. I had no problem. When he joined Austin and everything after that was when he was out of control. <laughs> the power Everything trip. before the power That's what, that's what they called it because it was. It was. It was art imitating life. <laughs> and they did a finish. It was in no way out. Austin's going on to face The Rock in Houston. And Triple H is going on. He would eventually face Undertaker, but he wasn't doing much. So they had to get out of this match. So they did a spot. Three stages of hell. Regular match. Maybe a no DQ match. And then a cage. Triple H had the sledgehammer. Austin had like a bat and barbed wire. They both hit each other at the same time. Double Triple KO. H fell on top of Austin and got the pin. That's good. I could see them doing something like that. Just someone won. It was basically a draw, but someone was a little more lucky, and they won. I don't see a defiant. Uh, I don't see a dominant win on either guy. I see some type of finish. It's going to be a clean finish. Someone's going to win, but it's going to be very close, and Edge is going to figure it out. He's going to figure out a way to do it. My prediction would be spear into curb stomp. One, two, three, Seth Rollins. 
because they've mm, done the spear. I don't see that definitive, but that's a good. I could do that. I think Seth needs it ultimately. They, they've it. they've done the the pedigree into spear before. Or oh, I'm sorry, this yeah, they did that at the last one where he went to hit the spear and, and he pedigreed him. Yeah. So I definitely can but see it the does, curb it stomp. But it does it does suck that spear. they're it does suck that they're on the same brand again because you they, know it's coming again. I hope it doesn't come again. Edge needs something. Edge needs to I guess do the job here and got to line something up. He's got to win the next one. I don't know right. who he's going to be against. Maybe a heel willow. I could see him Maybe get, do something. I don't I know. I could see him beating Bobby. That's, he's going to SmackDown. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Who's going to SmackDown? Oh, Jeff. Willow. I'm not calling him that. <laughs> he wants to be a tree. He could be a fucking tree. I'm going to call him I Jeff. Think, I think Edge is going to get a belt, though, eventually. I think they're going to throw it back on you him. You could throw Edge and Big E, and that'd be a marquee match for Big E. And Ed, I, I mean, it would suck because Big E probably got to lose. Edge is probably one of the few guys that could beat Big E and not, not have to deal with the consequences yeah. of a fucking uproarious audience. Well, that's the other problem and they Edge, have now, too. And Edge, Edge on Raw and, and with the belt again, I think it could be. That'd be good. Get ratings. ratings in, yeah. Hey, he got ratings when he was a fucking heel. No yeah. one wants to talk about it. People watched the next night when after he beat Cena. He did what? Yeah. And then he had a live sex celebration with Lita Titty Pop out. Never yeah. forget. <laughs> next match is uh, Big E versus Drew for the, w, uh, w, the WWE title. <sighs> These bastards. It's such a good match. It's marquee. You got Drew, who at one point, you're sitting there saying this guy's as big as Roman He's Reigns. He's losing some of his... Uh, they fucking ruined him. I don't know if they ruined him, but... They didn't ruin him. You I can't... Mean, if they, he's going to go on to face Roman after this, it's going to be tough. He got fucked because of COVID. There's no two ways about it. He had the setup, the fucking rumble. He kicked Brock out of that fucking ring. He won that damn rumble. That 100,000 people shit in their pants. Mm -hmm. And then COVID happened. I don't know who shit their pants at the rumble. We Brock all, what, what did we turn to each other and say after he won that rumble? We're going. And then we didn't because of COVID, amongst yeah. other things. Nobody went. But uh, see what happens when I'm not on the card, Vince, huh? There's definitely some. Not one ticket sold, Vince, huh? There's definitely some old fucking WWE employee that says, I was the only person at every WrestleMania. Ha ha ha. Yeah, Howard Finkel. All right, babe. Fuck. Um. What was I just ranting about? Fuck. They fucked Drew McIntyre. They fucked Drew McIntyre. There's no two ways about it. You booked them facing the same fucking three people repeatedly. It got stale quick. You had them cut the same fucking promo every guy. I beat Brock Lesnar. I beat my ass. I beat my dick. And every week it was the same fucking thing. And people got sick of it. And instead of being the big over baby face he should be. And he got a great pop at Mania when he came out first. But that was it. He had a SummerSlam match. No one even gave a shit. And it's also because of the match and because of the build, but that's a different issue. He may be a monster heel before too long. I'm it sucks. He's definitely going to get turned heel. You know it. The question is, does he go heel and feud with Big E? Uh, no, he's going to SmackDown. So he's got to be a babyface. He can't be a heel. There's just too many fucking things. Big E's got to win this one. How do you do it without hurting McIntyre? Come up with a finish. Don't give me a double DQ. Don't give me some bullshit. Just put someone over and be done with it. But here's how you do this match. 20 minutes. This is a match that deserves 20 minutes because then you could make them both look good. Right. This is the thing that they don't understand in WWE. When they squash everybody, they don't know that. They book somebody for 20 minutes. Sometimes even in a loss, they look better than a fucking win. Uh -huh. If they have the better match. How many times did Shawn Michaels lose a match but look better than the other person? Did he, did, he did he come out of that Kurt Angle match looking bad? Did he lose? I was like, fucking Shawn is buried. I think he looked better than ever. What about when he lost to The Undertaker? Which time? Twice, not not the last time in Saudi. Right, I no, it, it's a complete, you know, it, you could make guys look good in a defeat. They just don't yes. grasp that concept. They look better the in defeat 
Because yeah. when it's a DQ, you fucking hate everybody. Fuck both of these guys. Fuck this match. Fuck this booking. That's fuck who wrote leave. it. Fuck who filmed it. Fuck who's you, there. Yeah. Become Ole Anderson. <laughs> fuck him. Fuck this match. Uh, but yeah, no, that, they've booked. And again, this is a good match, but how do you get out of it? That's my way. 20 minutes, Big E goes over. Let Drew hit his fucking Claymore or something and have Big E kick out at like two and nine tenths. But, yeah. you know, book, yeah. it, book it right. Agreed. Don't fucking have Big E beating him five minutes because then you're just fucking starting from square one. Well, uh, the next match, and unfortunately for you guys, uh, is not the main event. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. What? That's what I'm hearing. Who the fuck told you that? The ladies are going on last? That's what I heard. And so heat. We're going to have the princes throwing their robes. That's in what the I ring. heard. Women can't even go to court in Saudi Arabia. I heard the Put women. Put them in the main. I heard the women are the main. All right, we'll get to that in a second. We'll go get back to, that. to the other fucking. This Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns feud, I think we can all agree. Everyone I speak to that watches wrestling is the most captivating and interesting storyline in the whole thing. If anything. It's in wrestling today. It's the most interesting That's and captivating storyline. And I can honestly say, as I sit here, I don't know what's going to happen. And because I don't, I suspect Roman Reigns is just going to beat Brock. Heyman's going to stay with Roman. And they'll get out of it without harming everybody, without harming anyone too badly. My prediction, I think Heyman's going to act like he's turning on Roman during the match mm-hmm. and then reverse turn on Brock. Maybe. Act like he's been the insider mole and then hit Brock with the fucking chair, which he better make look better than the last time he swung a fucking Brock chair. Brock and Heyman are so smart that they'll sit down and say, look, in storyline, this could just be Brock fucking around. Brock's not mad at Paul. Brock just says, all right, he's with Roman now. I'm just going to fuck around, try to get a psychological edge, and then if we got to get back together later, right. you know, as long as we don't hurt each other, as long as you don't leave me a bloody mess... Then we can just get back together because they don't want to sever. I don't think they want to sever Lesnar and Heyman. They better not too definitively because you don't know when you might need to fall back on it. Well, he eventually comes back when he saves uh, Paul Heyman from Roman's clutches. That might happen, right? Right. Well, they don't have a Mania match this year, so uh, they can't do Brock and him again. Give it to him a fifth time. <laughs> and I mean, it will sell. I mean, this feud has been really well done, yeah. uh, especially with the way they left off SmackDown. They kept Brock on the, on the mic real fucking short and sweet. Yep. Well, that's where Brock has succeeded. If you let Brock go out there for 10 up, minutes. With his feet up, signing over <laughs> everything. <laughs> oh, God. That's exactly how I imagine Brock Lesnar writes his name because he can. <coughs> just Brock. But I would think he holds a pen like this, like in his fist. Yeah. Just, and just Brock. <laughs> and then Roman called him a stupid cowboy, a uh, stupid farmer. I wish How you, dare uh, you offend the agriculture community, you piece of shit. <laughs> Fucking jerk off. I think it was a perfect, perfectly done, perfect cliffhanger. Who goes over? I I gave you my prediction. I think Heyman does the double turn. Roman wins. What do you think, Kayfame? Uh, I think Roman's going to keep the belt, yeah. I think Roman's going to keep it. It's just a matter of how it's going to get there. Now, if they're desperate, they want to do something, maybe a little double turn. I could see that. Brock goes heel. Roman goes face. Heyman goes with Brock. Maybe too early? Or are they Don't in the, you fucking start that bullshit. Or are they in the philosophy of Roman is as hot as a heel as he's ever going to be? Now's the time to turn him. It would be a terrible idea. Yeah, I think it would be a bad idea. What are we going to bring back? Sucker and Succotash? This character doesn't work as a face. No, he can stay like this. They'll just cheer him. They're not going to do that. 
You don't think the audience will cheer him? No, I think the audience will cheer him. I think the WWE stupid. Oh, they'll he... start having him wear fucking pink breast cancer nonsense. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't say nonsense. I know what cause. you mean. Yeah, of but course. dress him up like a fucking idiot and have him go out saying sucker and succotash like that. Right. There's no in between with them. No, you gotta go out and kiss babies. You gotta go out and set humans on fire. <laughs> There's no fucking in between. And Kane's done both in his career, both as a mayor and as a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fucking nuts. I, I. I... What's, what's our main event, Kayfabe? Main event, from what I'm hearing, for the women's title, oh, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, Char- uh, Becky Lynch. So fucking forced. Why don't you just throw Charlotte in it, too, at this point? Make it a fucking complete fuckfest. This is just so forced. It's so forced. Well, This doesn't need to be the main event. This doesn't deserve to be the main event. I'll give you, in WrestleMania 36, you had an argument. They were compelling. You had Ronda Rousey, some star power. Fine. What the fuck? Why is this going on last over fucking Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns other than making a political stunt? There's no reason. It's not justified. It's fucking stupid. Enough I don't with know. The I don't know events. if it's if it is. That's just from what I saw. So it here's what pop. I'm going to throw Roman, out here. Roman and Brock are not going on before the main no event. No way. They're going to open the They're going to use their combined political power and they wield a lot of it and they're going to get on the last show. Or, or he's going to say, it's first to last, Vince. What's your choice? Right. And I could see them going first, too. See, here's the thing. A couple of years ago, right? You guys remember Rollins and Dolph Ziggler having a long feud. Ziggler had Mac- McIntyre's <coughs> bodyguard. Yeah. Feuding over the IC strap. Mm-hmm. Good matches, week in, week out. Built it over a couple months. Mm-hmm. There was a pay-per-view. They let the main event. And know why it was significant? Because they earned that fucking main event. Because it should have main evented. And it made sense to make it main event. Now you're just doing this shit with the women's title where you just want to make a fucking political statement. I have no interest in that. I don't watch wrestling for politics. I don't watch wrestling for fucking inclusive nonsense. I get that it comes with it, that they want to get everybody on the card and all that shit. It makes no fucking sense. It doesn't deserve to be and it shouldn't be. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, take them out and swing them because you better get this fucking main event to be you. Doesn't need to be them. Becky Lynch can main event any show there he goes. she damn well chooses. With the bullshit. I'll happily watch it. Becky is tremendous. One of the best things in wrestling. I think Bianca goes over here. Bianca needs to go over here. Um, and Bianca doing- is going to... Uh, oh, right. There's the, the belt the issue. The belt issue. They'll switch. They have time. They're not doing it yet, right? No, yeah, no it's, it starts the next night. Mm. It's the next night, yeah. So I think, I think Sasha wins. Won't, or you could do this. Then, no, if that's the case, keep it on Becky. Well, no, because Charlotte still has the role. If one. Bianca so, wins, and, and then you have Charlotte and Bianca. At, yeah, wait. Charlotte went to SmackDown with the belt. Yeah. yeah. So maybe Bianca goes to Raw with that belt. No, Becky's on Raw with that belt. And Bianca's going to Raw. Bianca's going so to Raw. So it stays on oh, Raw. So they have a woman's win. belt. Yeah, of Bianca course. could win. Bianca's going to win. And the, reason, and the reason is going to be probably the main event, if it is, is because of the major political and social ramifications of, a, of, of African American women winning main eventing a show in Saudi Arabia. When yeah. WWE first went there, the women were not allowed on the card. Yeah. So again, imagine Tony Khan pulled this off. He's a fucking genius. He's a diplomat. Hello. <sighs> and now <laughs> there is one result here, but I completely agree with Kayfabe. Bianca Belair needs to go over here. They fucked. And look, I get that it was all storyline. They made a good storyline out of it. That. Becky just came in and demanded a title shot because she's a heel and all this other bullshit. But in the end, if she does not beat Becky Lynch, 
After all this year, it means nothing. You have to have her win here. You know why? Because no one gives a shit about any of the divas. Uh, I keep calling them divas. Any of the women in this fucking company outside the four horsewomen. You know how you do that? You have one somebody beat them. It's that fucking simple. And to beat two of them in one match, she's made. Not that she isn't already, but then she's reestablished as the star. And her and, and her and Becky can make a lot of money feuding. My heart wants Becky. My brain tells me it's going to be Belair. What does your ass want? <laughs> Sasha. Sasha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I see Becky keeping it. But I, I get your point. I found it very interesting that in the last couple of weeks, I feel like they've been very over-sexualizing their outfits because they haven't been wrestling. They've just been doing segments outside of the main event last week. I feel like they've just been coming in in this really, I don't want to say skanky, but like this it's very out there stuff with their shit hanging out, and I think they're getting it all out of their system before they go there and have to wear four XL T-shirts. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, and before when you were putting Becky over for you know doing new things in their repertoire, I also wanted to say I think it took a lot of balls for her to come back as a heel because she could have you know she left the hottest Vince's baby. Face. You want to do what? Trust me, Vince, I make it work. <laughs> yeah, and you want me to take that person seriously. That's how she sounds to me. I can't get past it. Get over it. Your dad's an Australian. Yeah. And sound like that? He sounds, uh, he has it, though. Nah, he has like a Brooklyn. Don't tell me you have an Irish accent. You lived in America 15 years now. <laughs> Seamus doesn't even act like he's Irish anymore. <laughs> Stop it. Enough. All right, well, I we've gone it. over the... Which should be the international incident in Saudi Arabia, or it will be according to the IWC if fucking Goldberg wins. <laughs> a Jew winning in Saudi Arabia? This is a revolution. 100%. All right. What are we up to? I think it's one of my favorite events normally, or it used to be because it used to always be a way to watch a good, bad WCW finish. Halloween Havoc. Halloween from Havoc. NXT. And I am October 26th. The show will be hosted by Chucky. And L.A. Knight? And L.A. Knight. What a combo pairing. <laughs> it's the be... last time Chucky was on a show, Rick Steiner <laughs> was like going back and forth with him. Well, now Rick Steiner's son will be... Uh... Oh, I bet they do something. They better not. He's in the main event. Leave him the fuck alone. He doesn't need to be touched with this nonsense. Go on. You a... follow Chucky now, right? I do follow Chucky on He's Twitter. hilarious. He's funny. He... He's funny. So he started live tweeting Raws and like shit on the USA Network. Tremendous. Very funny. Yes. Where does Child's Play rank on your list? We did this last week. You'll I have think. to wait and see. Damn it. Are you still trying to get it out of him? Yeah. But I will tell you, the Child's Play series, when it comes to maintaining quality, and look, this isn't fucking The Godfather, but <laughs> when it, you know, horror sequels tend to really be terrible. I'm well, not a fan of the genre, but the horror sequels tend to be well, terrible. Well, you have to top in, in insane things. Yeah, and they just start getting crazy. I it's watched like Final Destination. It was nuts by the time you got to the third oh, one. Oh, my goodness. But Jeepers yeah. Creepers. That was another I one I watched. I hate that fucking movie. Oh, I fucking hate that movie. Why do you hate Jeepers Creepers? I hate that What, are you afraid thing? of the fucking yeah. thing? Yeah. It's a scarecrow. Nah, fuck You know what guy. I liked about it? He was a demon that could fly, but he also had a truck. Yeah, this was just a guy living his life. Yeah, this is just what like a ghoul did on his day off. <laughs> Fuck that! Guy. Like, what do ghouls do? He rides around in a truck. He rips off body parts and eats them. It was tremendous. But as far as Child's Play, the sequel, some of the sequels I think were actually better than the first one. And the first one was a fucking good scary movie. The second one is fucking bananas. Anyone, that movie is off the chain fucking crazy. Then he got married. He had a family. So it got a little bit fucking crazy. So he's a WWE right heel, monster heel. Yes. And then yes, he was shucking and jiving in the third one. He started as a heel, and now he's shucking and driving. And now they got a 
they got a direct-to-video series on Chucky. They got a new movie series. Remember that new one that came out when Mark Hamill television did his voice? Show. And now they have a television show. There's a lot of fucking Chucky content. I didn't think I didn't think America was needing this much Chucky content. I meant to ask you about your list. Are you do, when you're doing these rankings? Are you doing like the Halloweens as a series? Or are you doing them as individual individual movies? I gotta go back and look at this list and see how many times some of my favorites pop up. Well, not my favorites, but my known ones. Yeah, it's I'm getting I'm getting mixed reviews on my list. I'm getting mixed reviews. It's hard I'm, though because like some people, and I don't know this because I never watched the Halloween series, but I know that there's an original Halloween series. Then there was a reboot. Then there was a reboot. Yeah. Then there was a reboot. Yeah. It's hard because do you count them as separate entities? And that, that's listen, why I was you're a super you're a superhero fan. You know all about it. Oh, it's all You know all about Michael Keaton was Batman, then he wasn't, and there was a new one, then they rebooted it. And they I'm excited back. for the new Batman. You guys see that trailer? Yeah, it looks I good. loved it. Oh, my. Yeah. I'm in. Your Finally, boy, Ke- your boy, a- boy Kevin Pretzels ain't happy about it. Oh, don't fuck. Like it. What is he, another one who can't get over that he's the vampire? I know. There's a bunch of people that are being weak. <laughs> Robert Pattinson's going to be just fine. He's a young Bruce Wayne, and better yet, I think the Riddler steals the show. Yeah. This guy looks... Finally, they're making him a legit... Penguin's going to steal the show. Penguin's oh, you're tremendous. right. Colin Farrell. I can't even recognize him, and, and, and here's the thing. Yeah, oh, he looks great. Here's the thing about Batman. People went in an uproar when Michael Keaton was cast. They signed the letters to really? WB. They went in an uproar because he was only known as, like, the comedy guy. What are the... Oh, People wow. went in an uproar when Christian Bale got it. People were losing their fucking minds when Ben Affleck got it. Better yet, they were going nuts about Heath Ledger, remember? Because he was just yes. coming off Brokeback Mountain. Right. How are you going to let this gay cowboy be the Joker? Yeah, the best one and ever. And then they all did great jobs, so let's reserve our judgment. Yep. I'm excited, and I'm more excited. Flashpoint, gentlemen. Did you see that teaser? No. Oh, no. the Batmobile's in it. You know which one? The, uh, Michael? Oh, yeah. When are they just going to do Batman Beyond with Michael Keaton as old man Batman? That's got to be coming It's got to come on. It's right fucking there. Well, just do it. Well, they're doing Flashpoint it. now. You figure that there's a shot that maybe they're going to try to. You know Michael Keaton signed on for multiple movies. Oh, there's no doubt. You know they got him. They got him for whatever they want him to do. What'd you get? Lemon juice in your eye? Why are you fucking My eyes fucking bother me. me. I don't know. What Jesus a time to be Christ. alive that we get all this fucking delicious content. Hey, this is a <laughs> chance for DC to really fix itself because now Marvel has run out of ideas. So. And DC's like, fuck it. We're doing everything. Well, that's. That's, that's They're not even they telling a do. linear story. They're just throwing shit out there. All right, back to wrestling. Back to Halloween Havoc. Give me this I'm card. Probably gonna, I'm just letting you know I'm probably going to sit out for a lot of this. I'm not a regular NXT viewer. That's there's fine. On, on, so. We have uh, Carmelo Hayes versus Johnny Gargano for the NXT North American They just American built Champions. this last week, and yeah. I like the way they built it. They had Loomis come out and fucking uh, help Gargano, which it should be because it's his father-in-law yeah do you think gargano's gone though oh yeah yeah hey, he's gonna go play with his friends yeah i hope not <laughs> i i like look there's a place and there's assholes like cornet sorry jim i love you there's assholes like cornet they'll say this guy will never be anything he's a fucking five foot nothing whatever what gargano was able to do was the same thing Shawn michaels had a keen ability to do where in any wrestling match you think he has a legitimate chance of winning just because he does some crazy shit and he tells a good story. He could be a chicken shit heel. He could be a really over baby face. He could do both. I would hate for him to go. But in the same respect, I know they're never going to use him up That's there. That's the problem. He's too small. That's He's going to fucking... And I like Johnny a lot. And he was doing well when he was tagging with Ciampa, though. So. He was doing well in NXT when he was fucking just there. Yeah. Putting on the best match every night. That's what he could do. It's his first time back in a while, too. He just... He had them back. He took a little break. Yeah, his wife's pregnant. He was filming vignettes. Yeah. Uh, Johnny doesn't go over, but he helps Carmelo. No, get but Car- hey, Carmelo Hayes. Yeah, he hel- he establishes that, him a little. That guy, 
When he goes up there, see, yeah. this is the thing now. Anytime I watch NXT, I could see legitimately 90% of the talent being in the WWE. I'm not saying they're going to be good. I'm just saying I could envision them actually being there. Yeah. I never in my right mind thought Johnny Gargano was going to be in the WWE. And when he came up, I said, oh, dear Christ, this is going to end badly. And I was fucking right on the money. But Carmelo, I like that guy. I hate his fucking manager. Hate him. Not even heel. Oh, uh, Trick Williams? He's an he. They literally sat there and said, how can we make this guy appear to be more ethnic? And then they just took, like, lines from shitty movies and, and just had him repeat them. It's <laughs> terrible. It's like, I, I'm in New York. I see black people. No black people talk like that. <laughs> Not one. Not one. <laughs> he talks like a fucking cartoon character. Anyway, next match. Solo Sika yes. versus TBA. The debut of the third Uso. Who yeah. they're for some reason having walk around with a towel and he has a different name. I don't know what the fucking deal is. I figured he'd be hot shotted right into debuting with his cousins. With at the some cousins, point. yeah. But you know what? I want to wait on this one because I don't really know much. Yeah, I haven't seen him work enough. or anything else. Well, we'll see who we, they put him against. But uh, look, good thing to have a debut on a big card, right? This makes sense. Not just yeah. some random fucking Tuesday. Save it for Halloween Havoc. I like that. Go ahead. MSK versus Imperium. Spin the wheel. Make the deal tag match for the NXT title. I like MSK, man. They're good. They're I like really them. Good. They've definitely gotten better physique-wise since they've been there, too. The other... the What's his fucking name? The, the white one. Uh, Nash Carter Nash and Wesley. Nash Carter. Yeah. That's the kid. They, I like him. He he had a fucking noticeable physique problem when he got there, and he looks fucking a lot better now. Physique problem? Who what? are you? A person with a notable physique problem that can talk <laughs> about someone else with a fucking beer gut ball, though. Who the fuck are you? I hope you drop that barbell. You fucking... Um, anyway, MSK I like. They're fun. Again, the guys I see being NXT talent, I don't see them being WWE talent. On the other hand, Imperium... I think that whole fucking faction could go up there and raise hell. Yeah, but... Walter would be nice. Oh, my God. He hasn't been seen. Did you see Malcolm Bivens call him out? No. So, Diamond Mind, they had the Creed Brothers, which yes, if you have yes, not I watched NXT, them. if there's one reason to watch it other than Rick Steiner's son, it's fucking the Creed Brothers. They are tremendous. Just shoot wrestlers that beat the piss out of you. Perfect gimmick. Imperium cheated to beat them, and that Bivens cut a promo after saying, Walter, next time I see you, I'm going to put the haagen up your ass or something. It was fucking hilarious. You got to go look it up. What do you think they would do with Walter if he showed up on WWE? He would wear the outfit that they no, wear at Beer Fest. He would be like fine. Hoigen, doigen, stoigen, moigen. That'd be him, right? You remember? No. He'd be Augustus Gloop from Willy Wonka. <laughs> no. <laughs> Eating chocolate out of fucking river. Remember BFS, the doll? Later Hosen. They'd put him in Later Hosen in a drinking, second. Drinking out of a boot. <laughs> it's time for Das Boot. And then he'd give someone a big boot. That'd be the end of the match. I fucking hate it already. I know Shut it's going to happen. That's not going to happen. Next up, we have Io Shirai and Zoe Stark versus Indy Hartwell and Persia Parodi. Versus Toxic Attraction, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Scare Way to Hell, Triple Threat Ladder Match, NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. Scare Way to Hell is a what nice play on What the fuck are you talking about? There was a <laughs> lot Tony there. Kong bu booked this shit? It's a, 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 so they really tried to marketize the Halloween with the gimmicks this year? Marketize. Market. What's the word? Market. 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 <laughs> Period. Market. I'm sorry. I'm sitting with two scholars. <laughs> We're sitting here talking to me about wrestling. It's so fucking smart. Anyway, 
Well, I'm sure you don't give a shit about this match, but it should be fine. Toxic why attraction did, why should win. Why are we win. wasting a ladder match with this? Because. I have yet to see, and I'm not trying to be extra hateful because everyone knows I don't like women's wrestling. I've yet to see one women's wrestling match with a ladder that looked anywhere near a fucking wrestling match. They can't lift the fucking ladder, number one problem. Number two problem, they can't do the same spots as the men. It's physically impossible for them to get as high up as the men. Well, they marketed it right, so. Yeah, fucking scary. It was marketized well. Marketized. <laughs> Eat shit. Next up, we have Raquel Gonzalez versus Mandy Rose and a spin-the-wheel match for the NXT Women's Championship. Mandy Rose, they fucking abused her on Twitter yesterday. It was hilarious because she's gotten excessively spray-tanned. Like the black Mandy community. Rose has made really done well for herself in this new role in NXT. She has. And she has a, a, a faction. She's a bad bitch. She should win. Raquel should be skyrocketed to the main roster after this. So the funny story about her is... Well, Raquel, by the way, what a shitty title reign. There's been nothing of note. That Dakota match was nothing. It yeah. didn't feel like anything. Yeah. And I like her, but now I fear the same thing with Rhea Ripley. Like Once the hype's up, who gives a shit? It's going to be the same problem when she goes up. But if she beats somebody like Charlotte, maybe she'd be significant. I don't know. Crazy idea. Um, Mandy Rose. So there's a community of black wrestling fans on Twitter that I follow. They're fucking hilarious. Guys, I know who you're talking about. What's the names? I think the name of their group is Tiger Driver 9X or some shit. But there's a bunch of different guys that all basically talk shit or whatever. Oh, they saw this photo of Mandy Rose all fucking airbrush. <laughs> They're like she's down with the community. <laughs> she's one of us. I was fucking dying. And then some of them were turning and saying, of course, she's fucking overtanned and whatnot. But it was hilarious. It really was. At Seahawk. That's my guy. He's fucking funny as hell. Also known as I, Bourbon Meyer. I think I think Mandy should go over here, though. Yeah, it's time. Yeah. And I think they should win all the belts. If you have I a agree. good faction, put the straps on. Yep, Don't give agreed. a shit. The main event. Tommaso Ciampa versus Braun Breaker for the NXT uh, world title. Braun Breaker needs to beat him, and he needs to beat him quick. I know I'm, I keep saying this quick thing, but I know how the <laughs> WWE is. I know they're not going to give me a good 20-minute match. It's very rare they do. You don't even know if Braun Breaker can go 20 minutes. I He probably can't. With the look of him, he looks like he'll probably get gassed in about six. But he'll probably get gassed a lot fucking slower than I would. Irrelevant, I think he needs to just beat him quick. I think you need to establish this guy as, oh, he's that guy. Because when I look at him, I've never seen such a complete package that I knew nothing about. Not a fucking clue. Like, I've heard of guys that went to WWE that were like, like uh, Damian Priest, perfect example. I heard of him. I knew he was okay. But I knew of him before he went there. This guy, I didn't know him from fucking hole in the wall. They showed him one day getting choked out by Samoa Joe. The next week, he's on the show in a singlet. And instantly, my eyes said, holy shit, this is the future of this company. This guy has the look. He can talk. He sounds like an adult. I think the exact quote was, if you need a friend, get a dog. Don't like it. I don't give a shit. This guy's tremendous. He needs to be the champion. <laughs> he needs to be the champion. And he needs to be hot-shotted. That's a kid that needs to be on Raw within yeah, a fucking year. Yeah, that's a problem, though. But I, I said that about LA Knight, too. I think he should be on the main the roster. The fact that LA Knight, Raw, LA Knight isn't on the main roster and you have a show as bad as Raw is disgraceful. That and, and what the fuck happened to Samoa Joe? I think he's hurt. Or they realized that putting him in that... I think it worked for the storyline they were doing because everyone wanted that match with Cross and then they had nothing else for him because yeah. they knew... 
and look, NXT, I don't personally think it's better than the one that used to exist, the black and gold and Hunter pre-heart attack, cardiac incident, sorry. I don't think it's better, but what I see there is there's going to be a lot more guys there that just go straight up and have a lot more success. I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to... Make sense. I mean, there's Tony D'Angelo is getting some buzz. Let me tell you something. That guy is fucking over with people. Yeah. They love him. They yep. love him because he's embracing it. He's doing it. Yep. He's, he said, my Uncle June, which made people fucking go nuts. Mm. I loved it. And the best was the interview where he, get, he like shook a hand with $20. And he said, forget about Don't it. Forget yeah. about it. Oh, God. That... That fucking is a great gimmick. I hope he gets it by a car. <laughs> wow. And that they need a new Italian guy. Why? He wants Mike Verna to be the Italian guy. Mike Verna doesn't That have guy's any... better at being Italian than Mike Verna is. Mike Verna is a fucking terrible Italian and a terrible American. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Oli. Fuck him. <laughs> I want to be. I always told Mike, I want to be a consigliere. Instead of special counsel being accompanied by his consigliere. Wasn't the consigliere Irish in uh, The Godfather too? Sure was. There you go. There it works. I remember the first time I watched that movie. I was like, that guy's not fucking Italian. Tom Hagen. Come on, come Don't do that voice. Don't do that, that voice. I'm not adding it to the list. Speaking of voices, number three. <laughs> I hear voices in, in my head. head. They talk to Can, me. Didn't they counsel me? come to my house on the day my daughter is to be married. <laughs> ask me to come money for money. I have voices in my head. They <laughs> talk to me about cannolis and things of that nature. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Mr. McMahon, I admire your leadership, but the way you treat your people in their hometown is very disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> if I am ever in Sicily, I expect to be respected, not to kiss you behind. Not to be left a bloody mess like that that man, Jim Ross, who you treat so poorly. Why, Vince? Why are you doing? Oh, my God. Well, that was a bonus one. That one we weren't even expecting. <laughs> you didn't know I could do a good fucking veto, huh? But we got wrestler reactions. We have a cast of wrestlers here today. Thank you all for joining us tonight. And kayfabes I start with, have you read the dirt sheets? Did you see, apparently... Vince Russo has had his last conversation with Vince McMahon. I read that. I, what the fuck? I saw on Twitter. I, I mean, I hope he talks about it one day. Well, let me tell you something. We have an audio recording. No, really? We got I, that? I got, we got friends in Stanford. We talk enough really? shit about AEW that they love us. You ready for it? All right. Hit play on that bed, yeah. man. All right. Mr. McMahon. Yes. Line one, Vince Russo. He's also saying his name is Vic Venom. Vince, fuck. All right, patch him through. Coming. Beep. Vince, we need to talk. Vince, how the hell are you? Bro, I'm watching the show. I have known you, Vince, for 30 years. And you have some broad on your show named Do Drop. You know what's happening, Vince? They're do-dropping the remotes. You need some help. Well, pal, you know, it's a, it's a new time and can't, we have to get away from the old ways. Vince, if you want to save your program, take Bianca Belair, put her bra on a pole, fuck it! <laughs> <laughs> if that motherfucker ever calls again. Wow. Beep, beep, beep. Huh. 
That was interesting. Yeah, that was something. Oh my god! I see. I could they see. They kind of went exactly as I expected. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because <laughs> I know Russo was going to pull. How? If there's one thing he's definitely against in 2021, it's it's women's wrestling. He too athletic for him. Way too athletic for him. He put Judy Bagwell on a fucking forklift. That was, was remarkable. Was that was animal. remarkable. What would what would Mother of PJ sound like on a forklift? I was watching that program. They put an old lady on top of a forklift. She wasn't even that heavy. How did you get it down? Man, her and the Godfather just sound the same. Man. I don't know. It's the All same right. person. Oh, man, I'm an awful Next up, I mean, this was also in the dirt sheets. So what happened now? Did you guys hear that Flair is actually going to speak? At a at a mega gala. Oh, is he really? I heard that. That's that's true. Yeah, yeah. Flair. I thought is, I saw something like Flair that. Flair is the the host of a special party featuring our former president Donald Trump. I'm sure that Trump and Flair will have totally appropriate conversations about women. Yeah, about things that they've taken them to and seen. And yes, dear God, it's more sexual assaults in that room than Jesus. <laughs> I've never seen before. One grabs him by the pussy and one swings his cock around. Oh, Jesus. Yikes. Some duo. They're yeah. the same person. They talk the they same. <laughs> you ever see Trump when he was president cutting promos? He started he slapping did. his chest. It was the same shit. Did you listen to Cornette's reaction to this? I did not. I, he, I doesn't, he doesn't like Trump very much. Oh, no, he does not. Neither does his co-host Brian Last, and they have a nice little diatribe about it. Would you like to hear? I would. Sure. Well, Jim, we got an email to cornydrivethru at gmail.com. Excuse me while I finish my Taco Bell. Put your fucking burrito down and read the question, Brian. What do you think about Ric Flair hosting... I can't, I can't believe he's doing this. Hosting Donald Trump's party. <sighs> well, Brian, there comes a time when even Space Mountain has to be shut the fuck down. Ric Flair is the greatest world's champion in the history of this sport. And it pains me to say this, he's a fucking asshole. I put up with you when you pulled your dick out on a flight attendant. I fucking put up with you when you were sucking the son-in-law off every fucking day on Raw. You owe me 20000 fucking dollars for that night at the bar. I didn't even want to bring it up. And I could put all that aside because you're a fucking great wrestler. Now... You want to join up with this fucking right-wing insurrectionist piece of fucking shit. So, it pains me to say it, Brian, but Ric Flair, fuck you. Fuck everybody that looks like you. You're not my fucking friend, and you can take your 16 <laughs> world titles and stick them up your fucking ass. Fuck you, Rick. Well, wonder who he voted for. <laughs> we already know who he voted for. I listen to him daily, so... And I do love the man. He's got to be the only fucking redneck from Kentucky. Yeah, what that's the a, fuck? That's a fucking Democrat. They literally had slaves down there to like 1998. Like, <laughs> I don't get it. It's funny, too, because he says stuff like um, against the, the I think he's a very confused person. I think he, I I'll think tell he you what lives it is. the life of one, but because his parents voted one way and he yes, said this many he times. He said it. My mother was a Democrat. My father was a Democrat. I'm a fucking Democrat. He just he just stays a certain way. And right. you know, the way it was is the way it is to him. Right. Yeah. I, Isn't it, it crazy that that's how Democrats used to sound like, like in the 50s? Yeah. The whole thing switched. Shit. 
But I seen I seen with the the big news with the demographic that uh, Hogan actually got involved in it. Terry Terry phone he actually talked about the demos. Well, I mean he was big. I mean the '90s obviously he was in the war, so I guess why not have the head of fucking the Monday Night Wars actually chime in and be involved in it? Uh, here All comes right. a brother fest. I, it was actually a, vi- a recording. It was like some shoot thing that you All did right. recently. Play for the people. Well, you know, brother, I love the demos. I'm really big. I mean. Those guys, Axe and Smash. I mean, we were on the road many times, brother. And I love demos on all my shows, Jack. Brother, I'm all about the demos. When I phrased that question, I actually meant the demographics of your audience who watches the show. Well, brother. Oh, okay. So you're talking about the Latinos, brother. I mean, they're really big Hulkamans. No, Mr. Hogan. I'm talking about the age demographics. Well, brother, the little Hulksters watch me every time, brother. So you're saying that a bunch of young children tend to enjoy you with your shirt off? Brother, don't say that. You know why I go on Saturdays when I'm not watching wrestling? Especially when I'm not watching AEW fucking Dynamite? Mm-hmm. Fortune teller. Uh-huh. Psychic. Bitch with a crystal ball. Know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's so Raven. She was a psychic? The fuck are you talking she about? She was a psychic, yeah. No, Madame Zeroni. I don't fucking know. A psychic. I go to a bitch. <laughs> went to a psychic. She got a little fucking hole in the wall place. It's $5 for entry. You don't know if it's a rubbing tug or ta- a psychic. Can I tell you then something Then you see quick? the glass ball. I went into one of those places once, and I sat down, and I asked one question. Now, I'm a skeptic, and I said, if, you, if I could just have one question answered, I will believe you. What's my name? And she looked me in the eye and said, it doesn't work like that. She didn't even put on like a fucking accent, like an Austrian accent, like nothing. And I was just like, all right, let's do it. And she I told re- me, breaking news, you have an important piece of information in the mail coming your way, an important paper. So it could be, yeah, probably. Probably a ticket. <laughs> probably I do. I would think so. It's called the bill. <laughs> it's an important document. You really just fucking went after this one, huh? I, I probably wasn't as rude to her as I sound now, but oh. she was full of shit. I thought... What'd you ask the psychic? I thought you were going to say who lifted the briefcase on Stone Cold because no one knows the answer to that. So I asked, because I really look for for idols, for, for answers sometimes, and there's some people that don't exist anymore that I want to know their opinions on things. Especially in dark times like the ones that we're in. Hard times, some would say. Mm-hmm. And when I'm in hard times, I ask, well, what does Dusty Rhodes think about something? Ah, oh, you got in touch with Dusty? I get in touch with Dusty, and what's really funny is watching this lady, who for some reason has a very mannish voice, reenact what Dusty Rhodes would say. Oh. But last time she She was possessed by the spirit of Dusty Rhodes. Had to be. Or Sapphire, you never know. (laughs) (laughs) I had a recording device, a.k.a. my phone. Uh Voice memo, and I got it for a clip for you. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the American dream Dusty Rhodes. It's it hard times on the United States right now. I just had a bad bout of coronavirus even from beyond the grave. I had the chills, baby. I had a sore back. I had a beaten heart and I had a bad case of the sniffles. The American dream was down. So I want to send a message out there to everybody listening. Get your vaccines, baby. I don't care if it's Moderna now. I don't care if it's Pfizer. I don't care if it's Johnson and his buddy Johnson. The time has come, baby, to sit down. Get under the needle and do the right thing for the American dream and for the people of this country. This has been the American dream. <laughs> I don't ask you to do it for me. I ask you to do it for Sweet Sapphire. She is immunocompromised. She got bad kidneys. She got bad liver. 
She can't handle a cold, much less this this Delta variant. Well, Dusty, good for you. Why did the upper part of his mouth not work? <laughs> he gigged. I just he feel gigged like the bottom. The bottom part of his mouth does all the work. His promos were tremendous. He was great. He was fucking great. I'm glad I, to see that he did. He's doing his part. <laughs> I watched No Context Dusty on Instagram. It's oh, funny. It's funny. It's funny stuff. He was great, Baby. for sure. If you're not watching No Context Flair, No Context Dusty, you are not. You're just doing yourself a disservice. Is there a No Context Vince? I'd love to see that. Oh, God, that can get tricky. Get <laughs> It's a lot of grunting. He had to, Vince was a grunter. It would say, like, when your supervisor at work get fired. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, it would be shit like that. When your brother eats your fucking leftovers in the fridge and be like, Where the fuck is he? That son of a bitch! Get me to that son of a bitch! Take me to him. Take me to him. Take me to that son of a bitch. God. That's the best one. Take me to that son of a bitch. The go, best go, was, go, 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 go. The funniest meme when Cole hit free agency was. Yeah, and he saw him talking to Tony Khan. Yeah. Get that son of a bitch. Oh, God. Shocked me in here from Austin this week. The rattlesnake always leaves us something. I hear he just got his vac shot. No. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow, good for him. Yeah, yeah. just got his second I dose. Saw, I saw something cool on, on that WWE's doing, doing another Untold with uh, Macho and, and Jake the Snake. Oh, those two really? had quite the feud. Yeah, that's what I, I heard. I mean, I heard they had some, some interviews and stuff that really no one really saw. So it should be interesting, especially Jake's still alive, so we can still get some stuff of that, but... I mean, untold, should be, they always tell some good stories, so. I heard they actually got clips of the Macho Man for that. Like, this is one of the last things yeah, he was yeah. when he was still bone sore. <laughs> Crazy fucking time. <laughs> he was pimping fucking Gorgeous George out and rapping. Oh, my God. Crazy. He went insane. But, yes, let's get that. They, they showed, no, they showed a preview of it on, on for Peacock, so. I mean, it's going to be on the cock? It's going to be on the cock, so, you, yeah, play it. I mean, I know they just released it. Hey, Jake, why don't you pop a squat right there? We got an angle to book. Put the Jack Daniels away. We got to talk. <laughs> That's a good one. I don't know where I, I don't know where Terry is, and if I see him, I'm going to go. But we'll talk about him later. Look, we got an angle coming up. How you want to get heat? I want to get some heat on you. We got to get some baby, baby face for me, baby. <laughs> snake. <laughs> bite. <laughs> you, you want the snake to bite me? Oh, Jake. I don't know about that, brother. Is this snake been devenomized? Devenomized. How about it bite you first then? Oh, so the snake's good enough to bite me, but not you? I'm going to Vince. Well, of course the venom's not gonna hurt you. Nothing can survive in that bloodstream. Okay, I'm gonna go pitch it to Vince. I think we got something here. Wedding. <laughs> you got me a gift? What's gonna be in it? The uh, snake. The snakes in the box. Mm. <laughs> We're gonna bring some money, Jake. I'm all about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm going to hell, ain't I? <laughs> I, I made snakes sound like Kane without his <laughs> fucking neck thing. I can't believe they're going to add that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Jake's finest hour. <laughs> when his 
That man is still fully employed by the wrestling business. He's so evil, though. Did you ever see that segment with the fucking snake in the box? It's so evil. He's just shitting. Oh, that was genius. Oh, it was so great. The whole thing was genius. I'm sure there was motherfuckers home punching air about that. Fucking wedding gift. Did you see what he did to the macho man in Elizabeth's wedding? It was a beautiful occasion. And he fucking ruined it. They took our germ. Yeah. Whoa, Jake. Where did he come from? He must have heard we're giving out paychecks or something. What the fuck? Oh, my God. This whooping cough is killing me. I don't think it's whooping cough. I got whooping cough. I'm down. Yeah, I just think you're dying. Yeah. Very quickly. We're taking applications, so please oh, send them in. Fucking hell. I've had a cough for, whooping for months. Oh, enough with whooping cough. It's going cough. on months now. Whooping cough. Isn't that what like infants get? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where it comes from. Oh if anyone God. wants to be What's the next? You're going to say you got cocksacky? <laughs> I, I had cocksacky. That should No, you're go. a cocksucker. It's completely <laughs> different. I got a bad case of tuberculosis. <laughs> tuberculosis? What year is it? 19 fucking 30? Oh, God. Fuck. You're Our- like the type of dude that died on the Oregon Trail from dysentery. <laughs> It was a fucking long journey. No, imagine being in like the 1800s. You die from the fucking shits. Chayfabes <laughs> would have died 150 oh times a year. Oh, Jesus. How long we go today, Francis? An hour 54 for the people. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Fuck it. I thought we were going to do a quick one today. Yeah, no, it didn't. Quick one? No. Yeah, any show that has Jake the Snake is going to be three hours. Well, hey, folks, if you have any more suggestions for any more wrestler footage that you want us to air on the program, you can send your the suggestions. Corny, corny drive through at gmail.com. Well, that's just going to confuse the them. <laughs> if somebody sends something there, we're going to get fucking torched by Jim. Do you want that? Yeah, Jim, can you do an impression of Ole Anderson? <laughs> Fuck you, and fuck him, and fuck them, and fuck Kayfabe, and fuck PJ, and fuck the hot flyer, especially that red-blooded piece of shit. Oh, he's funny. Oh, God. Well, yeah, you can send your suggestions to at Ring Crew Radio on Twitter, to at the high flyer RCR, to at Nikki Kayfabe RCR, or at PJ Stackpole. No one ever asked, no one ever asked me a question. I just fight. You want to fight? You're a drunk uncle. You are fucking Finley. My name is Kayfabes, <laughs> and I love to fight. Kayfabes will be new bio. But you'll fight with, there's two people Kayfabes fights with. People with blue check marks. Oh, he loves And go- people who have just like two, three followers, he, uh, and that's it. There's nothing more that Kayfabes look forward to in his day other than like finding a blue check mark he could tell to go fuck himself. And I think a kayfabe's deluded mind, though I do agree with them because they do check this shit. Especially wrestling journalists. They may have a lot of followers, but no one gives a shit about them. They love reading shit. Like, they love reading that people acknowledge them, that they exist in this earth. And then they read kayfabe's, fuck you, your mother's a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to get verified. I'm almost there, I think. Verified? Kayfabe's, you got like 400 followers. The fuck are you you talking about? 500, right? I don't fucking know. You need to have an established show with more listeners. So get out there and push it, baby. <coughs> tell your friends. Tell your wives. Tell your tell uncle. Tell your family. Your uncle. This is Ring Crew Radio's one-year anniversary. We want to thank all 50 of you listeners out there for putting up with our antics and every week. And the guy week. in the Philippines. Gentlemen. The Philippines. And we, we are international. And gentlemen, here's to another year. And for the record, the international spans. Where do we got? I thought I had, you should have told me this. I would have brought up these demographics. Yeah, we got oh, demos, bitch. We got the key demo in we, Shanghai. We got fucking demos, bitch. Let's roll through the countries. Thank you to all in the United States. 98%. Go, go. Wow. Singapore. One. 
Canada won. Puerto Rico won. Germany won. Philippines won. They clearly round up because this does not add up. <laughs> United Kingdom won. South Africa won. India won. Australia, the motherland, won. Italy. It has to be. Italy. <laughs> Mike Verna, thank you for calling in your cousin. Saudi Arabia. Oh, shit. Get us some fucking turbans. We'll come there. I don't give a fuck. I'll, I'll go. go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll ride the dunes. I don't give a shit. Egypt. I'll go there, too. I'll see some fucking pyramids. France, Aruba, Brazil, and Quetzal. Wow. We're worldwide. We're worldwide. Holy we're all, shit. We put our dick all up in this continent and other continents. We're all over the fucking place, baby. Ring, crew, radio, follow it, tell a friend, one year anniversary. Thank you for joining us, folks. Have a good week.